Now it's time to see who has the heart. If you put your effort and concentration into playing to your potential to be the best that you can be, I don't care what the scoreboard says, at the end of the game, in my book, we're going to be winners. This is your fight. Now go out there and take it. You lollygag the ball around the end. You lollygag your way down the first. You lollygag in and out of the dugout. And you know what that makes you? Larry. Lollygaggers. Lollygaggers. Welcome to the Best of Tailgate Talk, where we go back into the archives and hear some of our special guests you may have missed the first time around. We'll be back with the Best of Tailgate Talk after this. Come see all your friends at Applebee's in Athens. 12 minutes guaranteed or it's free Monday through Friday, 11 a.m. to 3 p.m. Seven items to choose from. Can't make it for lunch? Visit them for happy hour, 3 p.m. to 7 p.m. or late night. Half-price appetizers with beverage purchase. Six appetizers to choose from. Call 233-4430 or order online at Applebee's.com and pick your meal up with car side to go. Applebee's Neighborhood Grill, Highway 72 in Athens, just off I-65. Eating good in the neighborhood. Real estate, real easy. That's the motto at Innovative Realty Solutions, and providing the highest quality real estate services is their mission. With sound real estate advice, the latest information, and a skilled analysis of the real estate market, Innovative Realty Solutions offers a better home buying and selling experience with a fair, ethical, and, yes, innovative process. Innovative Realty Solutions. Visit them on Facebook, online at InnovativeRealtySolutions.com, at 100 North Clinton Street in Athens, or call 230-5950. Innovative Realty Solutions. Real estate, real easy. When things go wrong, State Farm is here to help life go right. And Agent Michael Howell is the one who can help get things back on track. See Michael for your auto, home, life, health, property, and business insurance and be ready for those unexpected twists that life throws at you. Ask about banking and annuities, too. Call State Farm Agent Michael Howell at 232-5400. Visit him online at michaelhowell.net or go see him at 903 South Clinton Street in Athens. State Farm Agent Michael Howell. There when things go wrong here to help life go right smith's heating and cooling in elkmont is your friendly local contractor servicing most brands of equipment and proudly installing industry-leading ream systems whether it's an air conditioner gas furnace heat pump or indoor air quality system smith's heating and cooling prides themselves on their exceptional installation and 24 7 customer service after the fact they offer financing too call 777-5450 today to schedule an appointment or a free no obligation consultation smith's heating and cooling call 777 Visit them on Facebook or online at smithsheatingandcoolingllc.com. At Hendricks Power Washing and Striping, your property is their priority. Power washing, striping, seal coating, crack filling, and asphalt maintenance, rain or shine, day or night. Call Colby for a free quote at 256-763-1740. Visit their Facebook page and see what they've done for other satisfied customers. Give your home or business that brand spanking new look. Courtesy of Hendricks Power Washing and Striping. Licensed and insured, call 256-763-1740. Hendricks Power Washing and Striping. 
The Bama Zach Memorial Scholarship has been set up to honor the legacy of Bama Zach Green, a huge fan of the Crimson Tide, along with Limestone County Sports. The scholarship will go each year to a male and female athlete from Limestone County. Checks should be made out to Bama Zach Memorial Scholarship and can be sent in care of Garth Garris, 13833 Pinnacle Drive, Athens, Alabama, 35613. Donations can also be made in person at First State Bank of the South at 1319 Highway 72 East in Athens. Thank you for showing your support for local athletes by giving to the Bama Zach Memorial Scholarship. Takes a snap. He's rolling to his left. He's looking downfield. He's looking in the end zone. There's a jump ball. It's complete. Touchdown, Golden Eagles. Join us this coming season for Athens High School Football. Greg Young will bring you all the exciting play-by-play online at WKAC1080.com or on your WKAC Sports app. You can also hear it on your Amazon Echo or Google Home device by saying, Play WKAC Sports. Listen for the radio replays Saturdays at noon and check out the archives on the WKAC sports page. Golden Eagle football from 1080 WKAC. Welcome to the best of Tailgate Talk. We've got more great interviews to revisit this week. First off, we'll feature a conversation with Curly Hallman, in which we were joined by then Athens News Courier sports writer Jeff Edwards. After that, we'll hear from former Alabama forward and center Irwin Dudley. Then we'll bring back a chat we had with the late Mark Eaton, former Utah Jazz center who passed away just a few months ago in a biking accident. We also had a talk with Dan Wallach, executive director of the Shoeless Joe Jackson Museum. Museum and Library in Greenville, South Carolina. They were closed at the time for renovations, but they are open now, by the way, if you're interested in stopping by if you're in the area. Scores and more brought to you by P4 Physical Therapy, delivering world-class outpatient care with a purpose. Visit them on Facebook or online at p4physicaltherapy.com. At the first annual Bama Zach Memorial Golf Tournament back on Thursday, the team of Harrison, Lamar, Truett, and Shannon came out as the winner, with the team of Langster, Phillips, Springer, and Reeves coming in second. The winner of the Nick Saban autographed football was Wayne Strickland. 131 schools were recognized Friday at the 14th annual AHSAA Sportsmanship Luncheon during this year's summer conference. Local schools who had no ejections or fines for this past school year included Athens Bible School and Lindsay Lane Christian Academy. The Clements Kids Basketball Camp will be going on July 26th through 28th at Blue Springs Elementary from 8 till 11 a.m. for kindergarten through 6th grade. Cost is $50 per camper with a $25 sibling discount. For more details, go to the Clements Basketball Facebook page. Athens Youth Football signups will go through July. For more information, call 256-366-3502 or 210-885-0175. Youth Fall Baseball and Softball registration will be going on through the month of July. For ages 5 to 13, cost is $70 for baseball and $50 for softball. For more information, call 233-8740 or visit the Parks and Recreation page on the Athens City website at AthensAL.us. Athens Performance Volleyball will host a clinic August 3rd through 5th for ages 7 to 12 from 5 till 7 p.m. at the Athens Rec Center. Cost is $75. For more information, you can call 233-8740 or sign up at the Youth Volleyball link online at the Parks and Recreation page. James Clemens will host various youth camps during the summer. For more information, go online to jcathletics.net and look for summer youth camps under the More tab.
Wallace State will be offering girls basketball camps in August. For more information, go online to wallacestatewbb.com. UAH women's basketball camps will be going on through August. For more information on those, go online to chargerbasketballcamp.com. And Grit and Grind Hoops basketball training is offered on Sundays and Wednesdays at the Athens Rec Center. For more information, call 233-8740. Don't forget to enter your nominations for the Athlete of the Week polls that will start back up in August. And keep updated during the week on our Facebook page. Just do a search for Applebee's Tailgate Talk. Go to tailgatetalk.net and you can catch up on some of our other special guests as well as get a heads up on who's coming up in the future. P4 Physical Therapy is a new outpatient provider offering community-based care with a unique partnership model that allows them to consistently deliver world-class outpatient care, emphasizing personalized hands-on treatment. Whether it's orthopedic, physical, geriatric, or manual therapy, sports or neuro rehab, telehealth, or most any type of muscle or joint pain, P4 Physical Therapy promises to treat you with integrity, compassion, faithfulness, and selflessness. Locations in Athens, Huntsville, and Winfield, Alabama, as well is Fayetteville in Knoxville, Tennessee. Look for them on Facebook or online at p4physicaltherapy.com. From day one, First National Bank has been built on a strong foundation of community first. First to lend a helping hand, first to help with community events and fundraisers, first to support local students, athletic programs, and civic organizations, first to support events like United Way, Relay for Life, and many more charitable events, and most importantly, working for our great community. Without you, there'd be no First National Bank. Making communities great together, that's what we strive for. Equal Housing Lender, member FDIC. Daily and Son Car Care is Ardmore's only one-stop auto repair and tire shop. Whether it's major mechanic or brake work or routine maintenance like an oil change or lube job, Daily and Son Car Care has been satisfying customers all over with their fast and friendly service. They're also your headquarters for quality Cooper tires. Stop by and see Wayne, Nikki, or Dale at 25600 Main Street in Ardmore, Tennessee, or call them at 931-427-4651. They're on Facebook, too. Daily and Son Car Care, open Monday through Friday, 730 till 5, and Saturday, 730 till noon. Hey guys, this is Joanna for CEI Bookstore and Truth Publications. Many of you are searching for Bible study materials for your Bible classes. Our best-selling Bible curriculum, Discovering God's Way, is a reliable tool for teaching students of all ages through the Bible in its entirety. We're sure you'll love this curriculum, and if you'd like to see other options of Bible classes, we'll be happy to help you select from our topical studies. So stop struggling with the search and come by and let us help you select reliable and meaningful study materials for your class today. CEI Bookstore and Truth Publications, taking his hand, helping each other home. This is Bella LaFontaine with Crown Service Termite and Pest Control. We take care of all the basics. You know, we take care of cockroaches, ants, wasps. As far as rodents go, most places they'll trap or poison and that's the end of it. What we do is we're actually going to find the entry points and we're going to take care of that for you. We do a lot of work with a lot of realtors here in town to bring houses to the closing table. So one of the big things about us is that we're not a sales company. We are a service provider. So we're not looking to meet a sales quote. We're looking to get a house ready to go to closing and get our customers taken care of. This is Bella LaFontaine, Crown Service, Termite and Pest Control. We are located at 3413 6th Avenue in Huntsville, Alabama. Phone number is 256-701-7095. There are no words to describe it. The isolation. 
the boredom, the loneliness. If you're wondering where your teenage son or daughter's spirit went, you're hardly alone. The past year has been devastating, especially for them. But here's the good news. They might just find it again, playing high school sports. Workouts that stimulate, teammates and coaches that care, the sense of belonging so many of us have been missing lately. That's what school sports are all about. The sense of achievement is real, and the camaraderie is hard to beat. Coping with uncertainty is difficult, but school sports can help the teenagers in your family start feeling like themselves again. Encourage them to give it a try. High school sports, it's so much more than a game. This message presented by the Alabama High School Athletic Association and the Alabama High School Athletic Directors and Coaches Association. Check out the WKAC Sports page. Go to WKAC1080.com and click on the WKAC Sports icon. You can listen to the current sports stream as well as game archives, past coaches shows, and Applebee's tailgate talk on demand. If you're on your smartphone, you can stay automatically updated as new items are posted. The WKAC Sports page, another reason why your best source for Limestone County sports is WKAC1080.com and 1080 WKAC. Welcome back to the best of tailgate talk on 1080 WKAC. Coach Curly Hallman, I would say of LSU, of Texas A&M, but Coach, you've been so many places. Uh, man, we're glad to have you on the show. I'm glad glad to be here. Kind of sometimes the coaching profession is like a traveling gypsy a little bit. <laughs> kind of like, like a preacher. Yeah, preacher. <laughs> I was going to say kind of like a tire man because I know a lot of tire men work for a good year. Then the next thing you know, they're somewhere else and somewhere else. So, uh but coach, it's great. It's great to have you. We've we've had a few guys. I'm sure you know, Kurt. Uh, we've had Coach uh, Max Howell on. Coach Stallings has been on here before. So uh, we're we're the we're the small, big, big, small uh, radio show. But we're we're we're, we're glad you're with us. But uh, anyway, y'all y'all are out of Athens, right? Yes, yes sir. Yeah, we, we well, we're just right down the road from where you used to be. Yeah, that uh, Athens is a good place. Do y'all ever cross paths with uh, Matt Holman? Dennis, Dennis Holman's son. We, we've heard him. We've had Dennis on before. So, uh, so uh, we, yeah, we've Matt's, heard. We, well, I think Matt's one of my Facebook friends. So, yeah, yeah, but but we but we had Dennis on a few years ago, and we talked about his son. So, yeah, so. Uh, well, they they're great great folks. Yes, sir. Sure are. <laughs> well, Coach, I think your Wikipedia said you you grew up close to Tuscaloosa. Wanted to be a uh, wanted to play for the Bear, but ended up playing for Coach Stallings at Texas A and M. Is that correct? That's correct. I used to set popcorn and whatever to to get into the Alabama games free, and uh, even later as a high schooler, you could ush take people to their to the seats, and we'd sneak over there and peek through the fences as young kids and watch Coach Bryant and Alabama uh, practice. Yes, I wanted to go there, and and uh, finally, when someone did offer me a uh, And M, offered me a one semester make good, and uh, there wasn't no, there wasn't such a thing, but I took it, but then Alabama came back and offered me a uh, basketball scholarship, and uh, I turned it down. Went on with my commitment uh, to A and M on that uh, uh, semester make good with Coach Stallings. I have never heard that term semester make good before. Uh, well, I mean, all the other guys were on four year scholarships, but I, I was the happiest guy in the world because uh, Coach Stallings and 
Jack Pearl, but who had coached me in yeah. high school, convinced Coach Bryant that this little skinny kid had a chance to play. So I'm appreciative of, appreciative of the opportunity. Well, you, you didn't you didn't get to play for Alabama, but you got your little. I guess you could say you got your revenge in the Cotton Bowl because you got to intercept the snake two times, didn't you? Had two interceptions against him, and uh, and that was that was a big game for us and. Uh, uh, the great traditions there uh, between the, the closeness between Coach Bryant and Coach Stalin. So, um, you know, it was special to, to have a good game and, and beat the team uh, where you grew up. Well, Coach, you had, you kind of, you, like I said, you uh, you coached some at uh, Clemson and then you were the head coach at LSU. So you had a little interesting perspective watching that national championship game, didn't you? Yes, you know, Clemson's a very unique, special place. Uh, people that, have, that haven't been there, if you ever have an opportunity to go visit that, that school, that campus, and especially on game day, uh, it uh, it is quite a place. And we were fortunate enough, uh, my last year there in 81, we won the national championship. And uh, sports writer in Greenville, uh, he made fun of me in an article. He asked me why I was, why I was staying because the year before we had gone 6-5. And uh, Coach Dewey, Georgia, tried to hire me at A&M twice, and I committed to Danny Ford that I would, would stay. And we're coming off a 6-5 season. And uh, so uh, I had other opportunities. And the, the, the killer was Coach Bryant. I uh, got Sam Bailey to call and see if I'd be interested in coming back to Alabama. And I'd been a young assistant there for four years, and that was very difficult to do to turn Coach Bryant down. But... It worked out, and we went on and won the national championship. And, and then after that, I didn't really – I should have stayed a little longer to, to enjoy the celebration of that 81 national championship. But about a week, I headed I headed back to A&M with Jackie Sherrill. So, uh, so like, yeah, like – oh, yeah, so you were there for five years, and then you finally got your first head coaching job. How was it being at Southern Miss, getting that first head coaching job? Yeah, right, that was – as a youngster growing up, I, I had ties with with LSU, right? Not really ties, but grew up as a kid. And like I said, I'd go to an Alabama game, then then uh, come back home, and then that night I would I, I grew up listening to just about every LSU game that uh, that they played uh, at seven o'clock, and I think it was WWL. And, uh, yeah. So I grew up listening to them and listening to the great Billy Cannon and. Uh, so as a kid growing up, as I got older, there were three jobs that I watched. If I'm ever can be a head coach, love to be a head coach either Alabama, LSU, or Texas A&M. And it turned out I, one of the three, I became the head coach. And uh, so, you know, I've got fond memories of the of the journeys that I that I traveled and people I met and players I coached and coaches I coached with. Looking at your uh, bio here, coach, you you were head coach at Southern Miss from '88 to '90. You just missed the Brett Favre era, didn't you? Or, or no, did you coach I, Brett? Coach Brett Favre. Okay. I coached, oh, okay. Yeah. I coached Brett for three years, and my first association was Brett. I was at A and M, and uh, they're on our schedule. I don't know about. I guess their fourth, fifth game of the year, and they put him in the the, the previous week before they played us. Put threw him in there the second half, and uh, it was a seventeen-year-old, and he. He threw about three or four touchdown passes, and we got him the next week playing in Jackson, uh, Mississippi. And I remember looking at them, and I said, boy, this, this young kid's 
got some talent. I remember Jackie Sherrill and R.C. Slocum, who later became the head coach at A&M, they saw that kid would be scared to death. Because our defense was, our, our defense was called the Wrecking Crew, and they and they they deserved that name. So we go over there and play, and at the halftime, it's 13, and 13, 13 to 13, and uh, we hadn't come close to sacking him. And matter of fact, we didn't whole game. I think we won 27-13. And after the game in the dressing room, we're getting ready to pack up and head back. And, and I, thought, I made the statement. I said, this kid's really going to be special someday. And Jackie and R.C. saw oh, just a big old strong-armed kid that they protected all day and, and all that stuff. And, and shoot, five or six weeks later, uh, I, I became his, his head coach. <laughs> Well, it's good. I mean, RC and Coach Jackie didn't need to be coaching him anyways because they didn't they didn't appreciate him as much as you did right off the bat. Well, he turned out to be very special. He sure did. Yeah, <laughs> our producer, the guy that got you uh, got you on the show here, he's a big Packer fan. So, Brett, that's why I want to make sure we got the Brett Favre connection. Oh, absolutely. In there, so, uh, like I said, he uh, he is um, he was raw, and and I tell people this that. That I, any player that I've ever been around or heard of that that their daddy was a was a was a coach and their football knowledge was uh, uh, a lot greater than the regular kid that hadn't been around. And so I imagine Brett was in diapers around that field house with his daddy Irving and it holds true the Heisman Trophy winner that played for Coach Bowden at Florida State. His daddy was a lifelong coach, and you can go on and on. And everyone I've ever been around that their daddy was a coach. Their football knowledge was was at a high IQ. We'll be back with more of our Tailgate Talk conversation after this. Limestone Drug, located on the square in downtown Athens, is your local health park pharmacy. As your local health park pharmacy, Limestone Drug is locally owned and has a personal commitment to the community. Limestone Drug honors prescription drug plans, including Medicare. They accept flex spending cards and fill prescriptions in minutes, not hours. Limestone Drug knows there's nothing more important than your family's well-being. So shop Limestone Drug at 200 West Market Street in Athens, your local health park pharmacy. Limestone Drug, caring for you and about you. At Hendricks Power Washing and Striping, your property is their priority. Power washing, striping, seal coating, crack filling, and asphalt maintenance, rain or shine, day or night. Call Colby for a free quote at 256-763-1740. Visit their Facebook page and see what they've done for other satisfied customers. Give your home or business that brand spanking new look. Courtesy of Hendricks Power Washing and Striping. Licensed and insured, call 256-763-1740. Hendricks Power Washing and striping. Your roof is the first line of defense for your home. Do you have water stains on your ceiling, paint peeling off your walls, shingles missing? It's probably time for you to get your free roof inspection. Locally owned and operated, licensed and insured, Yellowhammer Roofing is the Yellowhammer State Hometown Team. Yellowhammer Roofing, let our family protect what's most important to you, your family. 256-232-1933 or online at yellowhammerroofing.com. 
Accidents happen. It's a part of life. So next time a wreck is a part of your life, Sides Auto Body Repair is there to lend a hand. Since 1987, Sides Auto Body Repair has been guiding customers through the repair process with as little stress as possible, offering free estimates, a limited lifetime warranty on their work, as well as saving you the headache of handling the insurance paperwork. They're also iCar Platinum certified and can boast over 60 years of combined experience. Call their Highway 72 West location at 230-6464 or Highway 72 East at 444-0729. Either way, call them first. Sides Auto Body Repair. If you're running out of space and a yard sale just isn't an option, Midpoint Storage and Buddy Box Storage gives you the choice. Midpoint Storage on Highway 72 East has traditional or climate-controlled units along with spaces for your boat or RV. Buddy Box offers convenient, secured, portable storage units delivered right to your home. They're both locally owned, too. Call 256-800-4249. Look for them on Facebook or online at midpoint, with an E, storage.com or buddyboxstorage.com. It's a win-win situation. Midpoint Storage and Buddy Box Storage. 256-800-4249. All of us love sports, but not all sports are created equal. College sports have big budgets, dedicated alumni networks, and corporate sponsorships. Professional sports have even deeper pockets. Millionaire owners, lucrative TV and radio deals, and merchandise sales. High school sports have you. Everyone agrees high school sports give us plenty of reasons to cheer. And now's a great time for us to give back. Supporting your hometown high school won't cost you much. But it will go a long way to ensuring the games we love the most are here to stay. Alabama High School Sports. They're good for our kids, good for our community, and best of all, they're good for you. This message presented by the Alabama High School Athletic Association and the Alabama High School Athletic Directors and Coaches Association. Tune in every Tuesday through Thursday this coming football season for the WKAC Coaches Shows. Join us as we get the scoop from Ardmore, Athens, Clements, East Limestone, Elkmont, James Clemens, Tanner, and West Limestone. The WKAC Coaches Shows coming in August on 1080 WKAC. We continue with our conversation on the best of tailgate talk on 1080 WKAC. Well, Coach, uh, you, like I said, you, you went all around uh, college football, and then uh, I know it wasn't as successful as you wanted it to be, but you, you decided you wanted to coach a little high school football. Yeah, my, my uh, ex-brother-in-law, Dennis Holman, he convinced me to, to apply for the job there in most of the shows. Dennis and I are very close. Yeah. And, uh, so anyway, I, I was about ready to get out of coaching and came on up came on up here and interviewed and uh didn't quite turn out like I wanted to, but I, heck, I started off coaching high school ball. Uh, my first full-time job was in was in Orange, Texas, and uh, Wade, the legendary Wade Phillips, son of Palm. Yes. Yeah, we started off. We started off coaching there together. As a matter of fact, my first job, I hitchhiked uh, right around twenty hours to get to get to that job. <laughs> That's amazing, Coach. <laughs> hit, hit, the road, hit the road and use your thumb, buddy. Well, there you go. <laughs> yeah. Matter of fact, I hitchhiked back and forth uh, from Northport uh, to A&M and back and forth for probably four, four and a half years while I was in college. But wait, I walked in that field house that morning 
I turned the parking lot and waited. He says, Curly, did your car break down? I said, no, nah, don't own the car. <laughs> Wow, that's, that's good. <laughs> well, now, you mentioned uh, a while ago getting offered a, a basketball scholarship. I, yeah. I don't know how many people connect Curly Hallman with basketball. Well, I, I thought I was a decent player, and I think probably what Coach Bryant and him were thinking, uh, signed me on a basketball scholarship, and I could still, you know, uh, play play football back then. And uh, and being a local kid and those kind of things, but. Uh, and I turned it down and went on the A&M. Matter of fact, I played basketball my freshman sophomore year uh, at A&M. And, uh, oh wow! Okay. And in our junior, my junior years when we played Alabama, and I was so worn out that Coach Metcalf told me, "said Take a break, boy. <laughs> you look you look awful." But I just enjoyed all sports and and uh, always wanted to compete. Hey, Coach, I had a question uh, real quick. Um, I know the the life of a football coach, especially assistant coaches, is kind of a transient lifestyle. You take, you know, you're not at a job all that long, you know, and you've had many different jobs throughout the years. Um, is that is that tough? Uh, you don't really have a chance to get roots in a place, or how do you how do you deal with that? You know, being at, a, at so many different places and with your family moving and everything. How how do you deal with all with that situation, that part of the coaching lifestyle? Well, that's, that's tough moving around, but you. You always tried to, back then you didn't get paid much, so if you moved, you needed a pay raise. And, uh, heck, uh, gee whiz, talking about, I started off making, I think it was $8,700 there at Stark High School in Orange, Texas, with Wade. So that was one of the, the things back then. These, these guys, <coughs> excuse me, these guys this day and age, uh, these sister coaches make more than, uh, then when I was a head coach, yes, they do. And combined and combined with my nine assistants, we got assistant coaches making that that are making more than me and my entire staff. Oh yeah, made. absolutely. And so you know you moved because you you got ties maybe with another school and the pay raise is a little bit better and you just and uh, position wise trying to always improve and, and it's like at Clemson, you know we we didn't have titles uh, there, uh, you know. Offensive or defensive, but if we'd have had titles, I would I would have been considered uh, the defensive coordinator. I've called everything on Saturdays and called every every snap. So, but you're always trying to improve yourself. And my tide leaving uh, the leaving Clemson was I, I might have looked at, and it was hard to leave Clemson. And uh, of course, going a uh, chance to go back to A and M, I jumped at that. And then I looked back later, I said maybe I should have stayed at Clemson. <laughs> but, Especially after three years, and finally we got it going at A&M, and uh, those last three years, I was successful. You're always trying to better yourself and, and have an opportunity to make a little bit more money for your family. Where, where are you living at now, Coach? Living living here in Florence. Okay. Right up, right up uh, Highway 72 here. Yes, sir. Um, well, shoot, you should have come in studio yeah, with us. We, we got we some could, appetizers. Yeah, some we could just add you right up, right up here with us. That would have been a treat. Coach, well, if it hadn't been such a dreary day, absolutely. Yeah. Yeah. Well, you have the invitation for next time, but yeah. I've got a quick question I for you. It. I, I I got to know a gentleman uh, in the year of two thousand and eight. My son played uh, high school ball, and this guy's son ended up being his head coach. Now, the coach's name was Bill Orangeparger. I don't know if you ever uh, knew Coach Orange or not. I, I did, and boy, in the in the coaching profession, we were talking about uh, great defensive minds. Uh, Coach Orangeburg is, uh, is considered one of the great defense, 
defensive minds and the history of the game. That season, every Friday night, I got to sit beside Mr. Coach Orange Parker, and, and we all ask him, Coach, what was your favorite team to coach during the time of your coaching? Because he had retired then. And he said, I have to say – that my time at LSU was about as fun as, as any of them. Now, do you share that? I mean, he, he loved the people, the food. Um, yeah, absolutely. T- <laughs> if y'all ain't never been Cajun for a weekend, you oh, need I to try it. Okay. Yes, yeah, sir. So, I was just wondering, what, what was your experience when you was at LSU? Because I, I, I do I, love my Cajun friends. Going, you know, before I took the job there, I knew a lot about uh, LSU. Uh like I mentioned to you earlier, going back to my days as a little kid, a uh, youngster coming home from the Alabama game and listening to LSU and following Billy Cannon. Oh, and yes. Fact, he was my young heroes and got to be good friends with Billy and also awesome. coached uh, uh, Billy's uh, son, Billy Jr. at Texas A&M. And uh, so, you know, I knew a lot about the place. Uh, when I was at A&M, we, we didn't have a home and home. I always, always we played uh, at Tiger Stadium. I played there three years, and like I said, I knew a lot about the place and the people there. They cherish their football. Uh, it's, uh, you know, I, I share this story. That there's two death valleys, and they argue about. about yes, yeah, yeah, they do, the, yeah. It was the first, and Clemson was the first that went to that nickname. Right. And I, I share people this. All the places I've been, there are two stadiums that can allow us for a short period deafening. Clemson lasts for the longest of any place I've ever been. So I'm, I can be justified in saying I've, I've been in a lot of stadiums and those two stadiums are are amazing. So um, the people love their football there and uh, this, this year is a great example of what chemistry, talent, and once that confidence starts growing they're hard to beat. Yes. Yeah. Would you call one the real Death Valley over the other one? Yeah. <laughs> we don't mean to put you, put you on the spot. Yeah, don't put you on the spot, Coach. <laughs> but the, uh, the, uh, the difference in that ball game, and uh, like I said, I had ties in both schools, and uh, two quarterbacks going in that had great seasons, and when that game was over, there was only one quarterback that had a great game. Yep. And uh, that, that's, that was Joe. And uh, so that's the difference in the championship, I think, yeah. along with – uh, I didn't think that Clemson gave the ball to Etienne enough. Mm-hmm. Yeah, is, they did. Uh, he, is, he is totally uh, an amazing uh, running back. And uh, matter of fact, Alabama and Clemson got big boosts here in the last uh, week or two with both running backs. Uh, Absolutely. And, uh, coming back. So that's a big plus for depth at running back for Clemson and Alabama. So sure it, uh, it should be interesting next year. Sure will, right. Coach. Guys, have y'all got any more questions for Coach? No. We, coach, we just appreciate you joining us, and we appreciate all those good stories we had. And man, we'll have to get you back on again sometime. But we got to get him back in the studio. Yeah, I'm we'll staring at to, yeah. a pile of good appetizers. I, I would here. enjoy that. And I've, yeah. I've got I've got tons of stories. I and I want to write a book someday and just tell a lot of those stories. So hey, that, I, that'd be I would awesome. Come back. I'll I'll, I'll buy one if you'll autograph it for me. <laughs> Okay. <laughs> <laughs> well, we'll get you back on. We'll get you back in here one day, Coach. All right. Y'all have a great day, and be careful in all this nasty weather. Thank you. Sure, Thank you, you, too, Coach. you too, Coach. Thank you, Coach. Thanks very much. Wow. That, these, these he moments, coached man. with Wade Phillips in high school. That's crazy. I know. 
Heat attack, 20 hours. You know, to, to some, some people. I, well, that wasn't in his Wikipedia that he coached high school with, with Wade, Wade Phillips. Can you imagine how good that team? I mean, Wade yeah. Phillips and Curly Holland on the same high school. And, Wade, and Wade's still yeah. coaching. Yeah. Well, as of right now, he's unemployed, but I, I'm He'll figuring somebody, somebody will pick somebody him up. Somebody will pick that's, him up. That's incredible. That was the most. That was my favorite it's, part it's, of that interview was learning that he coached with Wade Phillips at a high school. In and he stacked, he stacked 20 hours to, 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 get there. to get there. It's moments like these that I love doing this show. Oh, yeah, yeah absolutely. absolutely. Ladies and gentlemen, it's time to take a quick break. This is Bella LaFontaine with Crown Service Termite and Pest Control. We take care of all the basics. You know, we take care of cockroaches, ants, wasps. As far as rodents go, most places they'll trap or poison and that's the end of it. What we do is we're actually going to find the entry points and we're going to take care of that for you. We do a lot of work with a lot of realtors here in town to bring houses to the closing table. So one of the big things about us is that we're not a sales company. We are a service provider. So we're not looking to meet a sales quota. We're looking to get a house ready to go to closing and get our customers taken care of. This is Bella LaFontaine, Crown Service, Termite and Pest Control. We are located at 3413 6th Avenue in Huntsville, Alabama. Phone number is 256-701-7095. Quality Vinyl is on your side. Quality Vinyl in Athens has been in business since 1987, offering great prices and service the whole time. What has changed is the technology of their products. From vinyl siding and shutters, sunrooms and screen rooms, to doors, windows, columns and rails. Quality Vinyl, located on the corner of Highway 72 and Reed Road in Athens, just six miles west of I-65. Call 232-2665 or visit them online at qualityvinyl.net. Quality Vinyl is on your side. Hey guys, this is Joanna Clem for CEI Bookstore and Truth Publications. I'd like to personally invite you to visit CEI Bookstore. While you're here, you'll find a wide selection of Bibles, gift items, trustworthy study materials, and more for you and your church. Our friendly staff will be happy to help you with your selections while you shop in the store. We even offer personalized Bible imprinting and gift wrapping. Not in the Athens area? Enjoy shopping with us online at truthbooks.com. CEI Bookstore and Truth Publications, taking his hand, helping each other home. Real estate, real easy. That's the motto at Innovative Realty Solutions, and providing the highest quality real estate services is their mission. With sound real estate advice, the latest information, and a skilled analysis of the real estate market, Innovative Realty Solutions offers a better home buying and selling experience with a fair, ethical, and, yes, innovative process. Innovative Realty Solutions. Visit them on Facebook, online at InnovativeRealtySolutions.com, at 100 North Clinton Street in Athens, or call 230-5950. Innovative Realty Solutions. Real estate, real easy. P4 Physical Therapy is a new outpatient provider offering community-based care with a unique partnership model that allows them to consistently deliver world-class outpatient care, emphasizing personalized hands-on treatment. Whether it's orthopedic, physical, geriatric, or manual therapy, sports or neuro rehab, telehealth, or most any type of muscle or joint pain, P4 Physical Therapy promises to treat you with integrity, compassion, faithfulness, and selflessness. Locations in Athens, Huntsville, and Winfield, Alabama, as well as Fayetteville and Knoxville, Tennessee. Look for them on Facebook or online at p4physicaltherapy.com. 
When things go wrong, State Farm is here to help life go right. And Agent Michael Howell is the one who can help get things back on track. See Michael for your auto, home, life, health, property, and business insurance and be ready for those unexpected twists that life throws at you. Ask about banking and annuities, too. Call State Farm Agent Michael Howell at 232-5400. Visit him online at michaelhowell.net or go see him at 903 South Clinton Street in Athens. State Farm Agent Michael Howell. There when things go wrong here to help life go right smith's heating and cooling in elkmont is your friendly local contractor servicing most brands of equipment and proudly installing industry-leading ream systems whether it's an air conditioner gas furnace heat pump or indoor air quality system smith's heating and cooling prides themselves on their exceptional installation and 24 7 customer service after the fact they offer financing too call 777-5450 today to schedule an appointment or a free no obligation consultation smith's heating and cooling call 777 Visit them on Facebook or online at Smith's Heating and Cooling LLC.com. Takes a snap. He's rolling to his left. He's looking downfield. He's looking in the end zone. There's a jump ball. It's complete. Touchdown, Golden Eagles. Join us this coming season for Athens High School Football. Greg Young will bring you all the exciting play-by-play online at WKAC1080.com or on your WKAC Sports app. You can also hear it on your Amazon Echo or Google Home device by saying, Play WKAC Sports. Listen for the radio replays Saturdays at noon and check out the archives on the WKAC sports page. Golden Eagle football from 1080 WKAC. You're listening to the best of tailgate talk on 1080 WKAC. We're joined by former University of Alabama forward center straight out of R.C. Hatch High School, Irwin Dudley. Irwin, sir, welcome to the show. Thank you guys for having me. How y'all doing today? Man, we're doing great. We was looking through your bio there, and it looks like, man, you've, you've played a lot overseas uh, in the in the Middle East, oh, yeah. I believe. Yes. Yes, sir. I did. Uh, that, that's one of my uh, my favorite places. I call it my second home. Uh, I played there, uh, Turkey, Turkey mainly for, what, 13, 12, 13 years. And so, you know, I consider that my second home. I enjoyed every minute of it, too. What? Before we get, yeah, we we got our guy Jay Vassar here. He's he he he's a big Alabama fan. I'm the only Auburn fan on the place here. But man, let's talk talk about Turkey, the you know the Middle East. All we hear is news, you know, and, and news is not always favorable when it comes to stuff like that. But I know it's different when you're on the ground living there, you know, eating the food. Um, you know, t- talk a little oh, bit yeah. about the talk a little bit about the the being overseas in that area. In Middle East, I mean, being, you know, being over there, you know, I enjoyed it. I mean, it, it's just like any other place you get. I mean, you know, you have you have things that go on just like you know over there, just like you have here yeah. for the most part. But um, but you know, you they still have a, you know a way of life. Um, they have some really good food. I mean, when I first got over there, I, you know, I, I didn't think I, I I didn't think I would eat lamb, but man, <laughs> lamb is some, some good meat. Let me tell you, really, <laughs> they have they have. Oh yeah, they have a, they have a, they have a million different ways they prepare prepare it, and man, I'm telling you, it is it is it is really really good. Um, I mean, it's something that, like I said, you have to you have to go there to experience well to understand to to get an understanding of what I'm talking about. But it, it had really good food. I mean, the culture is the culture is is uh is, is definitely different um than 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 us than we than we have here. Um, out of the people, I mean, you get a lot of staring. Well, I guess I guess they stare at me because I'm tall, but <laughs> I get a lot of people that stare. At you. <laughs> 
you can call people they, they stare at you and uh, things of that nature. But for, you know, but for the most part, they're they're you know the culture. I enjoy it. it. It took me some time to get used to it, but for the most part, you know, like I said, I consider that my my second home. And and uh, you know, I got I had teammates over there that I still you know keep in contact with to this day. I, mean, I just enjoyed the whole experience. But I recommend anybody, you know, if you have the opportunity to go over there and play over, I mean, go over to visit overseas, especially Turkey. Um, Istanbul in, in particular. They have some other great cities there as well. But I lived in Istanbul for like six years. Istanbul is one of the places where you can find pretty much anything you want. I mean, there's always something there to do. I mean, it's always, I mean, they always have different things going on. So it, it, it's a wonderful place to visit. That's great. Jay, you got some right. foot, uh, basketball well, questions, man. First of all, I got I, I got one a uh, bobblehead that they give away of Irwin and, and Coleman years ago. And I still got it in my, in my room. Still got it. <laughs> but uh, <laughs> Irwin, what about this run that the Tide had this year? Man, that that run was I, I tell people it was, you know it was a long time coming. I mean, we you know we've been been looking for something like that, you know, from the program we've had, you know, we've had numerous coaches come through there and, you know, I thought, uh, I thought Coach Grant would have got it done. Then I thought Coach Avery would have got it done. Got it done. You know, they brought, we brought in players just to get over the hump, but, but this year right here, we, we actually got over the hump. I think we had a, we had a, um, a great mixture of upperclassmen and then we know it was some underclassmen, uh, and they, they played and they jailed really well. Um, you know, they, they shot the ball well. And the most important thing that they did, they played defense, and that you know, just like said defense wins championship, and and we 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 played really really good defense. We relied on our defense a lot this year. You know, when we couldn't score, we we relied on our um we relied on our off, I mean our defense to to um to to get us out of you know get us out get us out of jams, and you know we did a good job with it. Um, you know, for us to come in and you know they they didn't even have us nowhere on the map. They had, I think they had Florida to win, I mean, uh, Tennessee to win the uh, SEC. And yeah. for us to come in and, you know, win the SEC this year, I mean, I think that is huge. So, um, you know, and then, you know, not only the regular season, but they, you know, they're going to win the tournament. They win the, they win the uh, tournament also, and then they made the run. And the NCAA, I mean, nobody nobody expected that. And so it was just, I mean, it was just unbelievable for us to be able to, to come out. And, you know, especially in Coach, Coach Oates, uh, it's on his second year. For him to come in and you know the guys are buying his system and for us to be able to come out and do what we did, I mean it was it was phenomenal. I know, I know it was exciting for for Petway because you know this team reminded me a lot of that O two team, and uh, oh yeah, oh I know, yeah, I know he was excited. Oh yeah, oh, yeah. He, he really was. I mean, I talked to him, man. He, uh, he you know a lot, of, you know a lot of those guys. You know, he was he's been there. Um, you know, he helped recruit and brought them in, and you know for them to come in and and uh, and, and you know definitely from them. For them being Alabama guys as well, I think that was that was something else um, for them to come in and you know something for them to put their print print on the program. Um, I think it was special. He, I mean, like I said, he enjoyed it. Well, tell us about you. Tell us about your uh, recruiting. How how did that go with you? <laughs> Man, recruiting was uh, recruiting was, it, it was fun. I mean, it, I mean, it's, it's totally different now, but uh, you know, because they got they got a million different ways they can they can contact you and they can see you. But um, for me, it, it, it was it was totally different. Uh, me coming from a small town, Union Town, and um, and you know, AU was AU existed, but you know, we really didn't know anything about it. And then I ended up getting uh, again. I ended up going to Alabama to that basketball camp, and I got saw uh, one of the one of the coaches saw me up there playing. And uh, and he asked me, to, you know, to come and join the, the, the AU team, or whatever. 
and uh, you know, and it's, it, you know, the, the uh, Huntsville was Alabama Lasers, so the, it was the Lasers, and it was out of Huntsville, yeah. Alabama Lasers, yeah, and yeah. so and so that's why um, I played with Marvin Stone. He was one of Grizzard and Terrence Mead. All of us, we was on. We all played on the same team. But for me, you know, it's a, like you see, it's a you know, it's a what, three three and a half hour drive from Uniontown, and to get um, to get from there to um, you know get from to get to Uniontown to Huntsville. So we, you know, we I would spend have weekends up there and uh, to be around some of the top guys, you know, in the uh, in the state and in the country. And uh, you know, I, I got seen, I, I really got seen that way, just doing that and then just going to basketball camp. And then you know, I, I got you know, got notoriety, whatever. And um, you know, I, my sister—I had an older sister that that, um, that that graduated from Alabama right before I got ready to, to um, before I made my decision. And I kind of knew I was going to Alabama anyway. But I, 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 Coach Godfrey—they recruited me, and I kind of wanted to make them sweat a little bit or whatever because my I think Rod, Rod and Terrence had already signed with them. And um, I didn't, but I, I enjoyed the experience. Um, I didn't, I didn't do all the, the different visits and. Like some guys, they you know they think they go to different uh they go to different schools and do all that. I didn't do all that. I mean, I kind of, I kind of kept it, you know, I kept it local. I knew, I knew, I, I knew I wanted to go to Alabama. I did go visit Auburn because I, I definitely, you know, I went to, the, I visited them. Um, I had an uncle that that lived in Auburn as well at that time, so you know, so they, ha- I had, you know, I had ties down there. So you know, uh, they recruited me really hard, but ultimately I chose Alabama. I just felt more comfortable there. Um, you know, my family did, and you know, it wasn't. It was only like an hour away from from Tuscaloosa, so it, it, it just it, it just really fit me well. Back with more of our tailgate talk conversation after this. From day one, First National Bank has been built on a strong foundation of community first. First to lend a helping hand, first to help with community events and fundraisers, first to support local students, athletic programs, and civic organizations, first to support events like United Way, Relay for Life, and many more charitable events, and most importantly, working for our great community. Without you, there'd be no First National Bank. Making communities great together, that's what we strive for. Equal housing lender, member FDIC. Daily and Son Car Care is Ardmore's only one-stop auto repair and tire shop. Whether it's major mechanic or brake work or routine maintenance like an oil change or lube job, Daily and Son Car Care has been satisfying customers all over with their fast and friendly service. They're also your headquarters for quality Cooper tires. Stop by and see Wayne, Nikki, or Dale at 25600 Main Street in Ardmore, Tennessee, or call them at 931-427-4651. They're on Facebook, too. Daily and Son Car Care, open Monday through Friday, 7.30 till 5, and Saturday, 7.30 till noon. Limestone Drug, located on the square in downtown Athens, is your local health park pharmacy. As your local health park pharmacy, Limestone Drug is locally owned and has a personal commitment to the community. Limestone Drug honors prescription drug plans, including Medicare. They accept flex spending cards and fill prescriptions in minutes, not hours. Limestone Drug knows there's nothing more important than your family's well-being. So shop Limestone Drug at 200 West Market Street in Athens, your local health park pharmacy. Limestone Drug, caring for you and about you. Accidents happen. It's a part of life. So next time a wreck is a part of your life, Sides Auto Body Repair is there to lend a hand. Since 1987, Sides Auto Body Repair has been guiding customers through the repair process with as little stress as possible, offering free estimates, a limited lifetime warranty on their work, as well as saving you the headache of handling the insurance paperwork. They're also iCar Platinum certified and can boast over 60 years of combined experience. Call their Highway 72 West location at 230 230- 
6464 or Highway 72 East at 444-0729. Either way, call them first. Sides Auto Body Repair. Your roof is the first line of defense for your home. Do you have water stains on your ceiling, paint peeling off your walls, shingles missing? It's probably time for you to get your free roof inspection. Locally owned and operated, licensed and insured, Yellowhammer Roofing is the Yellowhammer State Hometown Team. Yellowhammer Roofing, let our family protect what's most important to you, your family. 256-232-1933 or online at yellowhammerroofing.com. He'll take the snap, looking for running room on the outside. He's at the 10, he's at the 5, angling for the pylon. He's in! Touchdown, James Clemens! Be listening for James Clemens High School football this coming season as the Jets take on the best in Class 7A competition. You can hear every featured game streamed live online at pasnetwork.net, on your Amazon Echo device, or on your Play Action Sports app, and later on demand. You can also hear the replays Sunday afternoons on WKAC Radio. Join us for exciting coverage of James Clemens Jets football this coming season from Play Action Sports and 1080 WKAC. Welcome back to the Best of Tailgate Talk on 1080 WKAC. Irwin, Irwin, man, for people that don't know about Uniontown and R.C. Hatch, I compare it to the South, Southern Alabama Tanner. Yes. Because we would always – Oh, yeah. Oh, uh, yeah. I coach football at Tanner. Our basketball would always come there, and we soon realized how good. And, man, you guys – I mean, they're still – R.C. Hatch girls basketball, boys basketball is always a – perennial powerhouse there and and then I got to go work at a high school where our ag teacher his name's Howard Anderson he was from R.C. Mm-hmm. Hatch he mm-hmm. went to A&M yep. and got his degree and yep. I mean that was even worse working with him because all he talked about was how my <laughs> Tanner guys are always losing to R.C. Hatch and this and that but man what a what a great athletic little town I mean not a uh, union town he is man I, I tell you, we uh, you know, you know, basketball was a thing that you know that really that everybody did. I mean, from back in the '80s and and '70s, '80s, the teams that came through. Um, I know when I was growing up, you know, we would have some of those guys. They would come home, and you know, and some of them were still around because they worked, in, you know, did, you know, in other areas. But they still would they be be around, and they we played against them in the in the gym. So I, I got a chance to play against a lot of those guys, and so <clears throat> I think that. They kind of help. They help me, and they help other players too. You know, help you know, help us uh, to develop. Um, and they, they, uh, like I said, they, 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 they were the ones that kind of started it. And then you know, we had our coach, rest in peace, our, rest in peace, our coach, our coach Eugene Mason. He was the one that kind of, they kind of got, you know, got us, you know, had it. He was a general. He he led us, um, and you know we we played a type of basketball where you know it was really we really free free. You know he you know you play defense. It's kind of like the, the almost like the system that we have in Alabama. It's a free system, but you got to play defense or whatever. And that's what that was one of the things that uh, we did. And the gym, the gym stayed open all year round. I mean, summer. I mean, it, you know, it didn't matter. The gym stayed open because I mean basketball was just it just it's everything to our community um, and whatever. And like when we when we play whatever, like you said, like how they say Alabama football, they expect to win championship. That's how our basketball team is. Like we expect, like when we go to Birmingham, we expect to win. And so that's that's just how you know this is how how our community support us, and that's how we look at um, our basketball down there. Football is something totally different, but our football we've um, we've 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 turned we we've uh, we've gotten over the hump. Over the hump so. 
we've uh, we've actually started to win a few games and we've made it to the playoffs. So uh, so um made it to the playoffs a few years. So you know we got that monkey off our back because I think we had went at one point. Um, I think we had we had set the the, the country record for like eighty one straight losses or something like that. Oh, wow, so, <laughs> so they're all yeah, getting yeah. ready for basketball, yeah. man. I say, you know, all get ready to beat the crap yeah. out of everybody in basketball. That's yeah. Right, you know? <laughs> Yeah. So, so yeah. But we yeah. But but then too though. I, you know what? What? Uh, I don't. You know what we have now is we do have a a youth program. When I was coming along, we didn't have a youth program. So now that we do have a youth program, you kind of see the difference in you know the guys. Versus, you know, guys now versus when when I was coming when I was in high school, guys were you know you started playing football in ninth grade. I mean you know <laughs> yeah. And, you know, so yeah. That's right. Big yeah. difference. Ty- I don't know if maybe you've already been asked, but talk about one of your what's your biggest highlight playing. Of course, you made the Sweet Sixteen with Coach Godfrey, but what's your biggest highlight? Uh, sorry, Elite Eight. Elite Eight. My apologies. With Jay? Uh, no, 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 Jay. no, no. I, I, I wouldn't. I, I went on that Elite Eight team. They, they did that after I graduated. They, I thought, they didn't want me to go. But you was on that team. My bad. <laughs> you no, know, they, uh, they, uh, that was that was Petway and uh, Chuck Davis, um, Evan Brock was there. Um, those guys, they. Uh, and no, I, I went. I went part. That was the year after I graduated. Oh, wow. um, but but I was I was still around because I was. Uh, yeah, I was I was ready. still around because I was hurt. Oh yeah, I was yeah. hurt d- during that time as well. So I was still around though. That's but one of my I think I think one of my fondest memories though, um, you know, I, I, I can say that um, I think one of them is you know when we won you know in the SEC we won we beat Florida at home. Yeah. I think that's probably one of the best memories and. Um, that I have, um, you know, you know, being at Alabama, um, and also just, you know, just my team, my teammates. You know, we we came in and uh, all of us we signed, you know, we signed, um, we signed, we signed all these freshmen, and we had we had a goal that we wanted to, you know, accomplish. And we, I think when we, when we graduated, we you know, we turned the program over. We had some a few more good seasons after that, and uh, we turned over to some guys that that we thought that could that could come and, and carry the load well like that and Richard and them they all they came in and, and Chuck and they, they, they did they did well well for the program. Um I think that I think that's my fondest memory, one of my fondest memories. How often you get to talk to the guys, Erwin? Um well this year I, I mean uh, I mean um Trevor Rutherford and uh Levi Randolph um, Coach Osi's first year, and we um, we got a chance. We spoke to him, whatever. And we spoke to him for for a little while about you know about some of the things you kind of expect. You know, once you you know while you're at Alabama, then also when you when you leave when you leave Alabama, and uh, we got a chance to talk to him. But I I hadn't this year. I didn't I didn't I wasn't around the program this as much this year because of because of the COVID the COVID um, yeah. um, protocols and all that stuff, and I didn't want to. I don't want to risk that or, you know, risk them or anything like that. So I, I, I stayed away and kept my distance and, you know, I just watched from afar. What about his style of play? You like that? Oh, yeah. I mean, it is, it's, it's definitely a style of play where you, you definitely have to be conditioned for it. Cause it I mean, it's, like I said, it's, it's running gun, it's up and down. It's a fast-paced style. And so it's a style that um, that a lot of teams, a lot of teams are not used to. And then, you know, I think some, a few NBA teams, Doing it, they're going out. You know, what's kind of like with the five, with the five, um, five out on the perimeter. You know, they getting a lot of teams are getting away from the from the traditional postman, which I don't like because I'm one of the traditional <laughs> postman. You say you want a traditional yeah. postman? <laughs> yeah, yeah. So I, I don't like that, but I mean, but I, I think that that's where a lot of the uh, game is going. But I, I don't think I don't think that uh, 
I don't think that they're, that the, the traditional postman will go extinct or whatever. I don't think because I know you still have a lot of coaches that still believe in that philosophy and still buy to that philosophy. Mm-hmm. And I, I, I wholeheartedly believe in that philosophy as well. Um, um, like I said, you know, you, you you win. I think you can win. You can win games with both of them. Like mm-hmm. I, I have no doubt um, that you that you can that you can do it. Most of your postmen right now, and I look at I look at players like Timmy on Gonzaga. And Auburn even has uh-huh. a play, player called JT Thor, and they can play the mm-hmm. bottom, but yet they're able to shoot the three outside. And it's kind of a hybrid postman, a kid that can play with his back to the goal and then, you know, get out in space. And if he, they leave him open, knock down the three. Uh-huh. Oh yeah, I mean, you know, that that Gonzaga team is, is they they really do have a um, they really do have a special a special roster. I mean, I mean they have they have, they have they have five guys that can really they can really, really play. Uh, I think that, you know, I, I think that they probably they they probably will win it win a title. But I, I think they will, but I, I got my if I had to bet I think I'd bet a little money on Houston. I really I like really like Houston for some reason. I like I like the way they play. I like the way what you know what Kevin Sampson has done down there. Um I mean they really, really play well. They play well together. So if I had to if I had to bet or anything, I think I'd put my money on Houston and whatever. I just like the way they play. They play hard, they rebound, they gritty. Five slamma jamma guy. <laughs> now you're showing your age, oh, yeah. Clyde Drexler. Clyde the oh, yeah. Uh now you know, I I know coming up you had dreams like, you know, a lot of kids do about playing in the NBA. Mm-hmm. They think that's the be-all and end-all uh, of things, and, you know, that didn't quite work out for you. What what do you tell kids, you know, you did go to Turkey and play over there. What, what do you tell kids to kind of maybe get them ready for maybe that dream not working out for them too? I mean, I mean, I, I, this is my thing. Yeah, you know, like I said, I, I was I was blessed and fortunate to be able to play over overseas for so long, and I, you know, it was a great opportunity for me. And I, you know, I, I tell kids, I, I wouldn't tell them not to dream and not and not want to make the NBA because you know right. that's the ultimate goal. Um, you know, especially you know, with you being here, um, <clears throat> being you know being here in America, that's one of the ultimate goal. I, you know, me being overseas, I've I've kind of you know I've learned that a lot of the foreign players they don't they don't really look at the NBA. The same way that we look at the NBA, because they they feel like the NBA is just only running gun and shooting, you know, and they don't play no defense and they don't do this and they don't do that. <laughs> so you have a lot of those guys that they 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 could care less about the NBA. Some of them, now, yeah. some of them, you like okay, you know, they they like the NBA. I mean, they like the yeah, they like the NBA, but other guys they don't. And I tell kids, I tell kids, just make sure you dream well. It's, it's nothing wrong with you dreaming and want to be in the NBA, or whatever. But if you want to be in the NBA, then you have to definitely have to put the work in. And if you if you put the work in and you put the right work in and do what you're supposed to do, then that then you you'll have to leave yourself an opportunity or a chance to be able to play in the NBA. And if not, then they have other avenues that you can play. Like they have now, they have the uh, G League where they have where they allow players to come in and you know you get you you get uh, really good money. Um, then, like I said, overseas is always an option. You playing overseas is, like I said, I enjoyed it, and you know it, it's an experience um, that I never forget. I, you know, I was able to, um, I was able to become a uh, Turkish citizen. I mean, I can speak the language some, so Excellent. I mean, my family was able, my family got a chance to come over and visit and just see another part of the world. Cause, you know, 
I don't think I don't think my family would have came over. I don't think my I don't think they would have came over. Um, you know, any other time if, if it wasn't for me. And so for them to come over and experience that and being able to, you know, see you know see Turkey and see see what see what it is and because you have you know you have a lot of people say oh you know oh this going on oh that going on nah it, it, I mean, it, it's people have a normal they have they do have a normal life they have stuff that goes on just like they have stuff that goes on here in the United, United States. Yeah. Sometimes you know they, you know they have you know they have the good and the bad like always like everything else. Yeah, Erwin, we got we got to go. But one last question: What is your favorite? <laughs> Lamb dish that you eat in Turkey? Ooh, um, <laughs> ooh, um, man, let me tell you, it's the, uh, this one is it, 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 it's so bad for you, but I tell you, it's, um, is <laughs> it, it, they have it, it's, it's pita bread, and then they have sliced lamb, they put the sliced lamb on top, they pour, they pour, they, they put, uh, they call it sour cream, but they call it yogurt, and then they have a little, some, some tomato sauce on it. And they and they milk, and they pour butter all over it, and I can I, I see I see the dish, but I cannot call the name. But you talking about an unbelievable dish? Oh, <laughs> it's really good. That <laughs> so sounds good. great. That right there, that right there, and another one called a donut kebab. It's a kebab, whatever. It's, it's, it's minced meat. It's minced lamb meat, but it's, it's really good as well. That's great, Erwin. Thank you so much. Thanks, man. We, buddy. Appreciate we appreciate it. it. Thank you, guys. All I appreciate right, you guys for having me. Thank you, sir. All right, y'all have a good one. Roll Thank tide. you too. Roll tight. Ladies and gentlemen, Erwin Dudley, former University of Alabama basketball player, currently in, well, used to play in Turkey as well. It's time to take a quick break. You're listening to Applebee's Tailgate Talk on WKAC, the Big Ten Agent. Accidents happen. It's a part of life. So next time a wreck is a part of your life, Sides Auto Body Repair is there to lend a hand. Since 1987, Sides Auto Body Repair has been guiding customers through the repair process with as little stress as possible, offering free estimates, a limited lifetime warranty on their work, as well as saving you the headache of handling the insurance paperwork. They're also iCar Platinum certified and can boast over 60 years of combined experience. Call their Highway 72 West location at 230 or Highway 72 East at 444-0729. Either way, call them first. Sides Auto Body Repair. Quality Vinyl is on your side. Quality Vinyl in Athens has been in business since 1987, offering great prices and service the whole time. What has changed is the technology of their products. From vinyl siding and shutters, sunrooms and screen rooms, to doors, windows, columns and rails. Quality Vinyl, located on the corner of Highway 72 and Reed Road in Athens, just six miles west of I-65. Call 232-2665 or visit them online at qualityvinyl.net. Quality Vinyl is on your side. This is Bella LaFontaine with Crown Service Termite and Pest Control. We take care of all the basics. You know, we take care of cockroaches, ants, wasps. As far as rodents go, most places they'll trap or poison and that's the end of it. What we do is we're actually going to find the entry points and we're going to take care of that for you. We do a lot of work with a lot of realtors here in town to bring houses to the closing table. So one of the big things about us is that we're not a sales company. We are a service provider. So we're not looking to meet a sales quota. We're looking to get a house ready to go to closing and get our customers taken care of. This is Bella LaFontaine, Crown Service, Termite and Pest Control. We are located at 3413 6th Avenue in Huntsville, Alabama. Phone number is 256-701-7095. 
real estate real easy. That's the motto at Innovative Realty Solutions, and providing the highest quality real estate services is their mission. With sound real estate advice, the latest information, and a skilled analysis of the real estate market, Innovative Realty Solutions offers a better home buying and selling experience with a fair, ethical, and, yes, innovative process. Innovative Realty Solutions. Visit them on Facebook, online at InnovativeRealtySolutions.com, at 100 North Clinton Street in Athens, or call 230-5950. Innovative Realty Solutions. Real estate, real easy. When things go wrong, State Farm is here to help life go right. And Agent Michael Howell is the one who can help get things back on track. See Michael for your auto, home, life, health, property, and business insurance and be ready for those unexpected twists that life throws at you. Ask about banking and annuities, too. Call State Farm Agent Michael Howell at 232-5400. Visit him online at michaelhowell.net or go see him at 903 South Clinton Street in Athens. State Farm Agent Michael Howell. There when things go wrong here to help life go right smith's heating and cooling in elkmont is your friendly local contractor servicing most brands of equipment and proudly installing industry-leading ream systems whether it's an air conditioner gas furnace heat pump or indoor air quality system smith's heating and cooling prides themselves on their exceptional installation and 24 7 customer service after the fact they offer financing too call 777-5450 today to schedule an appointment or a free no obligation consultation smith's heating and cooling call 777-5450 visit them on facebook or online at smith's heating and cooling llc.com the play action sports report is back in podcast form look for it every wednesday on your favorite podcast platform the play action sports report scores interviews highlights and more from school youth and amateur sports in athens and limestone county the play action sports report every wednesday on your favorite podcast platform or online at pasnetwork.net you're listening to the best of tailgate talk on 1080 wkac ladies and gentlemen we have a very special guest seven foot four inch former utah jazz center mark eaton Mark, we normally play. Normally say, you know, you played with Carl Malone or John Stockton, but the way we think of it, they is play with John you. Stockton and Carl Malone play with That's you. Right. Exactly. There you go. How are you guys this morning? We're <laughs> wonderful, hey, Mark. We're wonderful. Todd, we have a resident basketball lover here. We, <laughs> yeah. We've got different guys. I'm, I'm more. Of, I'm more of a baseball fan. And Todd, he played. He was for a short white boy. He played pretty good <laughs> in high school. I remember watching him play. So, but he he, he loves to to talk to the NBA yeah. players and. He just absolutely loves the game of basketball. So I'm going to toss it over to Ty let him talk to you for a little right. while. All right, Mark, good morning, man. All right, um, sounds good. I'm only good about two and a half feet shorter than you, so something like that. But uh, <laughs> <laughs> So, um, first of all, I can, I can remember you playing. I mean, I'm 53 years old, and, I, and I've always followed basketball. Like Tom said, I love it. To me, even though I live in the South, it's the best sport there is out there. But but I'm far and few, you know, between in, in living in Alabama. Um, so we're going to talk about your seven-foot-four dot com and all your um, speak you know going around doing motivational speakings in a bit but i want to talk to you some about your career um so you played junior college ball right at cypress is that right that's correct yeah okay so um and then i i had not read this initially on when i was researching some of this stuff but i saw where so you had the opportunity coming out of there well no you got drafted i guess it was different back then so before you went to ucla you actually got drafted is that correct because of your age 
I, I did. The uh, The story is that uh, I didn't play much in high school in Southern California and uh, actually quit basketball at that point. And I uh, went to trade school for a year to learn to be an auto mechanic. And I was working in a tire and auto center in Southern California, and a junior college coach convinced me to go back to get basketball another try when I was 21 years old. Wow. And after my first year there, I was drafted by the Phoenix Suns because at that time, if your class had graduated, whether or not you you've go. been in school, you're you're eligible for the draft. So same thing, same way they drafted Larry Bird. Right, and, and I remember uh, Larry Bird you know, being in so that. So they could, yeah, so they could hold on to your rights for a year. Okay, just a year. So, but anyway, so you, why did you feel like uh, at that point you're like, no, nah, I'm I'm gonna, I'm not. Well, you just didn't feel like you were ready, I guess, at that point. Well, it was it was really just an invitation to come to training oh, camp. Gotcha, gotcha, it, was okay. a, it was a it was like a thirty thousand dollar make good contract, and uh, and so when I visited with my junior college coach, he said, you know, you're not ready, and uh, it's not a guarantee. Let's just keep rolling here and see what else we can do. And so I, but it was a wake up call of like, well, geez, maybe I had to get a little more serious about yeah. this game of basketball. So at that point in time, I quit. I quit my job as a mechanic, and I got a job selling cars and as a bouncer instead. Get through the second oh, half in your college. I'd have hated to have been in that bar, man. <laughs> well, you got something to fall back on now, though. Yeah, there you go. Yeah, if the, motiv- right. if the motiv- motivation speaking uh, falls short, which I know it's not, but you know, hey, you can always have a yeah, weekend. Right? Yeah, you can knock some heads. Yeah, you can. That's right. Yeah, yeah motivate knock during the week and knock your head and, and fix your car. Yeah. There you go. Yeah, you got some skills, man. No doubt. So, um, so I want to jump into your NBA years a little bit. Um, and I'm sure you've been asked this a million times, but I'm going to ask it for the meeting first. So who, who was the toughest center that you felt like you had to face? Because you, you, back then the game was so much different, and, you, you know, there was a lot of post-up, you know. Well, I, it was. It was a much different game because I came into the NBA with guys like Bob Lanier and Artis Gilmer and Kareem that were the big centers. And uh, and as time went on the next couple of years, then, you know, Akeem Olajuwon came yeah. into the end of the fold. And, with a soccer background, he had such quick feet and a seven-foot body that uh, he was probably my toughest opponent. Plus, they were in our division, so we played them all the time. And uh, he and I had some battles. Oh, I'm sure. And I mean, that's that's some big boys knocking heads down low. And and uh, like you said, he did. It was it was amazing that he was able to transfer his soccer skills into basketball skills uh, as quickly as he did. And um, yeah, obviously one of the best. And speaking of one of the best, I mean, you're still ranked fourth in all-time blocks in the NBA history. So, um, you know, and, and I don't see anybody surpassing you, buddy. So, you know, that's that's got to be – and the names that you're listed with, Kareem and um, some of those, uh, yeah, you're – you know, that's got to be pretty cool to have your name listed up there. That's a, To me, that's one of the uh, – a really great stat, so – well, I, you know, thank you. It's, uh, it was something that I learned early on that I could be good at. And, and as I talk about in my presentations, you know, it's uh, it's finding that one thing you can be excellent at and leveraging it and doing more of it. And, and Will Chamberlain shared a story, you know, shared some wisdom with me one day, one afternoon when we were playing pickup ball and, and said, you know, why are you chasing all these little guys up and down the court? Just park your rear end underneath the basket and block shots. That's something you can be great at. And, uh, and I listened to his advice. Well, I mean, it's not like he has never done that before. <laughs> it's good, good advice. Yeah, that was good advice from a big guy. Well, now, you know, of course, he went on to play with the Lakers. Kareem did too. And as a Laker fan, I'm going to tell you, Mark, I had a strong dislike for you when the Western <laughs> Conference uh, playoffs 
uh, came around. So there, there's, there's no, there's no, greater, there's no greater compliment. Thank you. <laughs> but uh, you know, was basket going back to your younger years? Was was basketball your only sport, or did you did you yeah. go with? Yeah, other? no, I want him to tell you about the one that he really liked. What sport what? was it you really liked? Mark? No, uh, no, I um, actually because I grew up in Southern California, right near the beach, and uh, all of us played you know water sports growing up because we we're always in the water. And uh, when we went to high school, we played water polo as well. There you go. Wow. Um, water polo. That, that was just the thing to do by the beach, you know. Like yeah. So uh, I did that for a few years, but ultimately decided I'd give basketball my full attention, although that didn't, that didn't work out very well in high school, but it, it paid off later. So so how deep is the water? So say if you were playing officially water polo, how deep is that water? Because you're so, I mean, you weren't able to stand all the time, right? <laughs> <laughs> well, no, you, well. <laughs> Well, see, in the in the 70s, you basically had a lap pool and then a diving right. pool, right? So the lap pool was the only thing that was big enough, square footage-wise, for a water polo match. So they would just flood it up to the deck level. And so in one end, you could stand up still, yes. Okay, okay. Well, you could still stand <laughs> yeah, up. Yeah, you could still stand up. <laughs> yeah. I so, would have been. Yeah, if you were, if you were tall enough. Yeah. <laughs> wow. That's awesome. I was, I was I thought you were going to say beach volleyball yeah, or something. No, you know, no so. that, yeah, water polo. Cool. So, no, that, that, was, that wasn't even cool back then. <laughs> we'll be back with more of our tailgate talk conversation after this. From day one, First National Bank has been built on a strong foundation of community first. First to lend a helping hand. First to help with community events and fundraisers. First to support local students, athletic programs, and civic organizations. First to support events like United Way, Relay for Life, and many more charitable events. And most importantly, working for our great community. Without you, there'd be no First National Bank. Making communities great together, that's what we strive for. Equal Housing Lender, member FDIC. Daily and Son Car Care is Ardmore's only one-stop auto repair and tire shop. Whether it's major mechanic or brake work or routine maintenance like an oil change or lube job, Daily and Son Car Care has been satisfying customers all over with their fast and friendly service. They're also your headquarters for quality Cooper tires. Stop by and see Wayne, Nikki, or Dale at 25600 Main Street in Ardmore, Tennessee, or call them at 931-427-4651. They're on Facebook, too. Daily and Son Car Care, open Monday through Friday, 730 till 5, and Saturday, 730 till noon. If you're running out of space and a yard sale just isn't an option, Midpoint Storage and Buddy Box Storage gives you the choice. Midpoint Storage on Highway 72 East has traditional or climate-controlled units along with spaces for your boat or RV. Buddy Box offers convenient, secured, portable storage units delivered right to your home. They're both locally owned, too. Call 256-800-4249. Look for them on Facebook or online at midpoint, with an E, storage.com or Buddy Box. Storage.com. It's a win-win situation. Midpoint Storage and Buddy Box Storage. 256-800-4249. At Hendricks Power Washing and Striping, your property is their priority. Power washing, striping, seal coating, crack filling, and asphalt maintenance, rain or shine, day or night. Call Colby for a free quote at 256-763-1740. Visit their Facebook page and see what they've done for other satisfied customers. Give your home or business that brand spanking new look, courtesy of Hendricks Power Washing and Striping. Licensed and insured, call 256-763-1740. Hendricks Power Washing and Striping. 
Come see all your friends at Applebee's in Athens. 12 minutes guaranteed or it's free Monday through Friday, 11 a.m. to 3 p.m. Seven items to choose from. Can't make it for lunch? Visit them for happy hour, 3 p.m. to 7 p.m. or late night. Half-price appetizers with beverage purchase. Six appetizers to choose from. Call 233-4430 or order online at Applebee's.com and pick your meal up with car side to go. Applebee's Neighborhood Grill, Highway 72 in Athens, just off I-65. Eating good in the neighborhood. Need custom screen printing or other promotional products? Got you covered screen printing and more in Athens is, well, got you covered. Screen printing, promotional items, stickers, graphic design, vinyl for signs and garments, and other customized products. They also offer local pickup and delivery services, rush orders, volume discounts, and can customize any project to meet your needs. Got you covered guarantees to get the job done and will work hard to make sure you're completely satisfied. Call today, 444-4500, or stop by and see them at 3A. Nine West Sanderford Road in Athens. Got you covered screen printing and more. He'll take the snap, looking for running room on the outside. He's at the 10, he's at the 5, angling for the pylon. He's in! Touchdown, James Clemens! Be listening for James Clemens High School football this coming season as the Jets take on the best in Class 7A competition. You can hear every featured game streamed live online at pasnetwork.net on your Amazon Echo device or on your Play Action Sports app and later on demand. You can also hear the replays Sunday afternoons on WKAC Radio. Join us for exciting coverage of James Clemens Jets football this coming season from Play Action Sports and 1080 WKAC. We're back now with more of our conversation on the best of tailgate talk. So, uh, I, you know, we, I mentioned earlier about, um, you know, the way the game was played then versus now. Um, do you have any thoughts on the way the game has changed so much um, since then? I mean, now for seven Yeah, four, it, it, you know? it, it has. It's become much more specialized, and especially at the big man position, the five men, you know, everybody's looking for somebody like a Kevin Durant that can do yeah, it all. Yeah. And, uh However, when you get to the playoffs, defense is still the key. And I think there's still a place for big guys, but the, but the NBA just doesn't seem to search and find as many of them as they used to because they're looking for that. And, and also, the players have evolved. Yeah. I think as the European players have had a major impact mm-hmm. on the sport because they, they grew up playing the, goal, the game a little bit differently than we do in the U.S., and that's that's affected the culture of the game also. Yeah, I was just that's what I was going to say. Now, if you're 7-4, you need to be able to step beyond the arc and bust that three or, you know, or it seems like. But, and also you brought up a yeah. good point. When, when you do get in the playoffs, you do see a lot more, I think, um, you know, not slow down game per se, but, but they do use the post more. Um, and it's funny because they don't do it the 82 regular season games as much, but come playoff time, it's. It, well, I, I, you know, I think I think the analytics have led people to say, you know, the three point shoot has become a much bigger part of the game. When I was yeah. when I was in the league in the 80s and early 90s, if you shot 35 percent from the three point line, that was considered excellent. Oh, yeah. Now she's LeBron. LeBron shoots like 47 percent from the three point line. Yeah. yeah on a regular nice. basis. Yeah, that's true. Yeah, so it's, it's become a much a more important part of the offense. Yeah. Yeah. So um, share with us about your um, about what you do now, your motivational speaking, your seven foot four dot com website, and some of those things that you do, and and, and your book, the four commitments yeah, of a winning team. Yeah. So um, so for the last ten years, I've been doing corporate motivational speaking, and I and I uh, I teach some of the things that I learned as an NBA player to companies and organizations about how to be a team and how to get rid of internal competition and these four commitments of a winning team that I've found so valuable in my life 
uh, and through the coaches that I had, and I, I try and pass those on to the organizations that I speak for. In fact, I was just in your neck of the woods a, a week or so ago at Citizens Bank um, out of Gunnersville. Really? And, uh, really? I was hanging out there and hanging, hanging out in the limo, so uh, awesome. so uh, had, had a very nice time up there. Were you able to, um, were you able to and, go out on a boat? But, there while you were in Gunnersville, or was it just no, professional? No, nope. uh, it was just professional. I wasn't. Uh, I didn't get to go on. If I'd stayed a little longer, they were going to take me out bass fishing. But uh, I had to get on down, uh, get on down the road. But it was beautiful up there at the state park. And uh, so, uh, so I speak five or six times a, a month around the country wow. to teach people about how to how to play better, better together, and and um, you know, share a little bit of, of what professional sports can. And teach an organization about how to how to get along better and how to achieve your goals better by looking after the people that are around you. So you do the corporate speaking. Do you do any speaking to athletes, schools, that kind of thing? Um, not occasionally, but uh, most of the athletes they already think they've got it all figured out, right? So, <laughs> don't do that. Uh, <laughs> uh, that's a great point, man. The corporations are for for looking for improvement. <laughs> Correct. Yeah, that's the key right there. Yeah. But you <laughs> know what? For improvement. It, it's awesome. That it is what you're doing because you're right. Playing, you know, being an athlete, playing a team sport, it does translate into corporate world or, or, or any situation like that. Because if you don't work together as a team, you're not going to be successful. And you know, maybe, and you can even uh, translate. You know, like maybe you're all fighting for the same position, but at the same time, you just you work harder to do it. You don't do it without still putting the team first so yeah that's, that's right and, well it's, it's it's yeah it's a combination of you bringing what you do well to the party and then understanding how that falls in concert with the other people around you and uh if you have an understanding of that and you stop trying to do everybody else's job along yeah. with yours uh it gives the, the team a chance to grow and improve and uh and that's what I that's what I talk about. Okay, before we get close to the end here, this is Tom again. Uh, is there any stories you can share with you and Carl Malone and John Stockton, maybe some of the other guys on the Jazz that uh, good funny stories, but something we can share on live radio? <laughs> okay, sure, <laughs> sure. All right, here here you go. So we were on a road trip uh, in on the East, and uh, um, we were playing in uh, Charlotte, and we'd lost like three games in a row. And team wasn't doing very well. John Stockton had the flu. Uh, and we roll into uh, Charlotte when they had the Eagles and, and uh, all those guys back then. And, and uh, so John Stockton tells the mailman just before the game, he said, hey, I was listening to the radio today, and I heard Larry Johnson say he was the greatest power forward of all time. Oh, oh, oh. That's <laughs> Grandmama. So, uh. Right. So, uh, so, uh, so, uh, Carl Malone gets all fired up. He goes out and drops 56 on the oh, wow. and, and after <laughs> And after the game, after the game, we go in the locker room, and some reporter had actually heard this story that John had listened to the radio, and so we went over to James and he said, "Well, what radio station were you listening to?" He said, "Oh, I didn't listen to the radio." <laughs> it's amazing the yeah. little things it takes. Yeah, to that'll get us fire you up. up. That's, that's right. right. <laughs> it worked. Now that now that's a true team captain right there. There you go. <laughs> Knows how to motivate. <laughs> well, after three straight losses, you got to do something. That's right. It worked. Well, man, thanks so much for joining us. Uh, it's been an honor, man, and I, I loved watching you playing. I even remember playing, watching you play in college. I know you were on, on – um, it's, in, speaking of that real quick before I let you go, it was just amazing to see how your uh, career um, transcended from, you know, early on, getting drafted, what, like fourth round, I think, 
um, and you made it into something incredible, man. So congratulations. And, well, thank you. you know, I, I appreciate that very much. And, and i got to give one special shout-out to my buddy Keith Gibson from Alabama Power because okay. I spent about three weeks with him in southern Alabama. So I know one of your listeners is going to know him, and they'll, and they'll tell oh, him yeah. I said, and hey. A, and that's a great that's company, <laughs> too. Well, what, what about your book? Where, oh, yeah, where the real quick. Yeah, yeah, yeah. And, tell and us where that. to get it. Yeah, you can you can get my book on Amazon or BarnesandNoble.com, uh, The Four Commitments of a Winning Team. And uh, it's a it's a pretty good read and full of uh, more story, NBA stories, as well as some business applications. So if your business needs a little shot in the arm, pick it up. That's great. Good deal. And, well, Mark, thank you. Right. So it's been a hoot, dude. I mean, it's yeah. come back we'll and join us back again. On. Well, thanks, guys. Really appreciate it. Hope all you guys right, have a great day today. And, you too. And man. all your football teams win. All right, okay. Thanks a lot. Hey, you Take care, buddy. Thank you, Mark. Thanks. All right. See you. All right. Bye-bye. Bye-bye. Once again, another great, awesome man. interview, man. Yeah. He was he was great, man. Yeah, he was. Very yeah. much very much a great, great yeah, we'll NBA to, center. We'll have to have him back on, Mr. Producer. Absolutely. Four commitments of a winning team, ladies and gentlemen. Find it from Mark Eaton on Amazon.com. I've been wondering how high they had to lift that car up if he's going to work underneath that's it. What I'm you know, saying, he got a man. duck if he's an auto mechanic. Yeah, that's, and that's, you know, that is really cool to go from auto mechanic to junior college coach going, look, dude, you need to come play for me <laughs> to transferring to UCLA, yeah. getting drafted. And, you know, I don't know if. It, that probably wouldn't happen in today's game. Right. It, junior college part, maybe, but beyond that. That's pretty good. Well, ladies and gentlemen, it's time to take a quick break. You're listening to Applebee's Tailgate Talk on WKAC, the Big Ten 80. Hey, guys. This is Joanna for CEI Bookstore and Truth Publications. Many of you are searching for Bible study materials for your Bible classes. Our best-selling Bible curriculum, Discovering God's Way, is a reliable tool for teaching students of all ages through the Bible in its entirety. We're sure you'll love this curriculum, and if you'd like to see other options of Bible classes, we'll be happy to help you select from our topical studies. So stop struggling with the search and come by and let us help you select reliable and meaningful study materials for your class today. CEI Bookstore and Truth Publications, taking his hand, helping each other home. P4 Physical Therapy is a new outpatient provider offering community-based care with a unique partnership model that allows them to consistently deliver world-class outpatient care, emphasizing personalized hands-on treatment. Whether it's orthopedic, physical, geriatric, or manual therapy, sports or neuro rehab, telehealth, or most any type of muscle or joint pain, P4 Physical Therapy promises to treat you with integrity, compassion, faithfulness, and selflessness. Locations in Athens, Huntsville, and Winfield, Alabama, as well as Fayetteville and Knoxville, Tennessee. Look for them on Facebook or online at p4physicaltherapy.com. Your roof is the first line of defense for your home. Do you have water stains on your ceiling, paint peeling off your walls, shingles missing? It's probably time for you to get your free roof inspection. Locally owned and operated, licensed and insured, Yellowhammer Roofing is the Yellowhammer State Hometown Team. Yellowhammer Roofing, let our family protect what's most important to you, your family. 256-232-1933 or online at yellowhammerroofing.com. Accidents happen. It's a part of life. So next time a wreck is a part of your life, Sides Auto Body Repair is there to lend a hand. Since 1987, Sides Auto Body Repair has been guiding customers through the repair process with as little stress as possible, offering free estimates, a limited lifetime warranty on their work, as well as saving you the headache of handling the insurance paperwork. They're also iCar Platinum certified and can boast over 60 years of combined experience. Call their Highway 72 West location at 230 230- 
4464 or Highway 72 East at 444-0729. Either way, call them first. Sides Auto Body Repair. If you're running out of space and a yard sale just isn't an option, Midpoint Storage and Buddy Box Storage gives you the choice. Midpoint Storage on Highway 72 East has traditional or climate-controlled units along with spaces for your boat or RV. Buddy Box offers convenient, secured, portable storage units delivered right to your home. They're both locally owned, too. Call 256-800-4249. Look for them on Facebook or online at midpoint, with an E, storage.com or buddyboxstorage.com. It's a win-win situation. Midpoint Storage and Buddy Box Storage. 256-800-4249. Quality Vinyl is on your side. Quality Vinyl in Athens has been in business since 1987, offering great prices and service the whole time. What has changed is the technology of their products. From vinyl siding and shutters, sunrooms and screen rooms, to doors, windows, columns and rails. Quality Vinyl, located on the corner of Highway 72 and Reed Road in Athens, just six miles west of I-65. Call 232-2665 or visit them online at qualityvinyl.net. Quality Vinyl is on your side. Keep up with local school, travel, youth, and amateur sports throughout the week with the Play Action Sports Update. Listen weekday mornings at 7.30 and weekday afternoons at 1.30 and 3.30 as we bring you the latest scores, news, and announcements from Limestone County and surrounding communities. That's the Play Action Sports Update three times a day, Monday through Friday on 1080 WKAC. You're listening to the best of Tailgate Talk on 1080 WKAC. We have our special guest, the executive director of Shoeless Joe Jackson Museum and Library, Dan Wallach. Dan, welcome to the show, man. Thanks so much for having me, you guys. Nah, man, we get to talk baseball. You can come on anytime you want. <laughs> <laughs> now, uh, Shoeless Joe, tell us about the museum and library. There's a lot of, you know, history of... Uh, most everybody don't know, but whoever does not know the story of Shoeless Joe, I'll let you do, do the describing there. Sure. So uh, Shoeless Joe Jackson was a baseball player in the early 1900s. He played in the major leagues from 1908 to 1920. Uh, he was uh, first was scouted by Connie Mack of the Philadelphia Athletics, um, who sent the scout down to South Carolina because they actually heard about a different player who was on Joe's team in the textile league uh, here in Greenville. And Connie Mack was a fan of college-educated players, so he heard about this guy named Hyder Barr who was on the Greenville Spinners. And when they sent the scout down to check out Hyder Barr, the scout sent back a telegram saying, hey, Hyder Barr is really great, but we need to sign this Joe Jackson guy because he's tearing the cover off the ball. So they signed Joe to a contract, and he played uh, in 1908-1909 for the Philadelphia Athletics then was traded to the Cleveland Naps. They weren't the Indians yet. They were called the Cleveland Naps after Napoleon Lajouet, who was the star player on the team. Wow. And Joe, <laughs> Joe was an incredible hitter. Uh, his first season in 1910, before he, you know, he was just called up for the last 20 games of the year, he didn't play a full season yet, he batted 387 and led the league, but he didn't qualify for the batting title because he didn't have enough at-bats. So, wow. Uh, the next season was his first full season, his rookie year. It was 1911, and he batted 408 that year uh, and did not win the batting title because Ty Cobb hit 420 that year. Wow. And, yeah, so that was kind of the story of Joe's career. Uh, he would always be you know, second or third in the batting race but never finish first because Ty Cobb was always there. And uh, to this day, 
Joe has the third highest batting average in the history of baseball for his career. He's batted three fifty six. Uh, which is just an insane. I mean, if it somebody is. batted three fifty six for a season, you'd be blown away. And that was his career average. Uh, so about halfway through the nineteen fifteen season, Joe was traded to the Chicago White Sox, and they won the World Series in nineteen seventeen. Had this great team that Charles Comiskey was building. You know, they had Eddie Collins at second base and Buck Weaver at third base, and a great pitching staff and. Uh, you know, Ray Schalk, who's a Hall of Fame catcher behind home plate, they just had a dynasty in the, in the making. And uh, the 1918 season, most of the major leagues were, you know, sent away because World War I was going on. Uh, they were sent to basically support the war effort. And, and the 1918 season, for a lot of historians, doesn't even really count as a baseball season. Um, so 1919, the whole gang is back in town team is set back up again and the White Sox are by far the favorites to win the World Series and so they they make the World Series and Chick Gandle the first baseman and Eddie Seacott the the star ace pitcher for the White Sox who won 29 games that year came up with this scheme that they were going to throw the World Series because they knew a bunch of gamblers. Um, one, of the, one of the gamblers was this guy named Sleepy Bill Burns who used to be a, a major league player and so Chick Gandle was friends with him and decided, hey, I'm going to approach these gamblers and say, if we can throw the World Series, if we can lose the World Series on purpose, will you pay us $100,000 and we'll split it between our team? And so the gamblers agreed to that because they knew everybody was going to be betting on the White Sox and they were going to clean up because if they bet on the Reds and the Reds won the series, they were going to just absolutely make a ton of money. So Joe Jackson was never involved in any of the meetings between the teammates when they were deciding if they were going to throw the World Series or not. But the teammates included his name because they knew he's the best player on our team. If his name isn't included, no gambler is going to take us seriously that we can actually throw this World Series. If we don't have our best player in on the, in on the scheme, how are we going to lose this series? So they included his name and... Uh, unfortunately, the White Sox did lose the series, even though Joe had incredible statistics. He batted 375 that World Series and set the all-time record at that point for most hits in a single World Series with 12. Uh, he didn't commit a single error in the field. He accounted for 11 of the White Sox 20 runs in the series, including the only home run that was hit by either team. And people say that, oh, well, he took the money, so of course he threw the World Series, but it's kind of hard to look at those statistics and look at his performance on the field in that series and, and think that he was in, it, you know, in on this, especially when his teammates all admitted he had nothing to do with this. He wasn't at any of the meetings. He didn't you know, partake in any of that discussion. He knew what was going on, and he tried to go to the manager and tried to go to the owner beforehand and, and stop it and say, hey, please don't play me in the series because I don't want my name associated with this, but they, were, they both told him, Joe, you're our best player. We can't have you on the bench for this World Series. So cut to 1920. You know, there, there was suspicion during the 1919 World Series that something shady was going down, but nothing ever came of it. And the White Sox came back the next year and played almost the entire 1920 season. Most people don't know that. The, the people who know the, the White Sox story, the Black Sox story, think that they were banned immediately after the 1919 World Series. That's just not the case. In 1920, they played almost the entire year. Joe Bats 382. Uh, and Dang. Wow. <laughs> Again, 382. 
and he has just an incredible year. He sets his his career high in home runs that year with 12. You know, you got to remember that up until 1919, you know, all the way through 1919 season, it was the dead ball era. 1920 was the first season of the live ball, the live ball era. Right. Yeah. So he has this incredible season, and with with about a week left in the season. Major League Baseball finds out that the Chicago Cubs and the Philadelphia Phillies threw a game. They, they, they conspired to fix a game. And so they called in some of the players that were on each of those teams to say, hey, what's going on here? We can't have this. And all those players said, don't you guys know what happened in last year's World Series? The White Sox mm. threw that World Series. And so Major League Baseball was like, what? <laughs> and called in a wow. bunch of people and started doing this investigation and immediately suspended the eight players who were thought to be in on this fix. And Joe Jackson was one of them. So the White Sox, instead of going to the World Series again in 1920, they were, they were a half game back of Cleveland with about a, you know, four games to play in that season. And you know, they were on the surge. They were about to make the World Series again in 1920. But all their best players got wiped out, and you know the the White Sox missed the playoffs. Cleveland ended up making the World Series and winning it that year. But from that point forward, Joe Jackson never played another Major League Baseball game, and so he was banned for life by Commissioner Kennesaw Mountain Landis. And that's why you have movies like Field of Dreams and Eight Men Out that are you know, telling Joe's tragic tale that he was this great player who was cut short in his prime and and was never able to play again. So. That's who Joe is. Our museum uh, was founded in 2006. We opened in 2008. What happened was there was a real estate developer who found out that one of Joe Jackson's old homes, that he, he actually passed away in this home in Greenville, was available. It was on the market. So the real estate developer said to the city of Greenville, if I buy this house and move it anywhere in the city that you want, I will pick it up off its foundation and move it to wherever you want if, as long as you guys make it a museum. The city of Greenville said, absolutely, we would love that. And they decided that they were going to put it right across the street from Floor Field, which is the minor league baseball stadium of the Greenville Drive. They're a minor league affiliate of the Boston Red Sox. Nice. So they moved the building in 2006. And in 2008, after about a year and a half of renovations, we opened as a museum. So. It's literally the house that Joe Jackson died in. He lived in this house from 1941 to 1951 when he passed away, and then his wife continued living there until 1959. And that's our museum. And so this past winter, uh, and, and for the past year, we've been having an addition built that is basically going to double our size, and we are going to have uh, all sorts of new exhibits and a, a brand-new gift shop with tons of new merchandise, more T-shirt designs. Uh, we've got... Um, Joe, when he moved back to Greenville after his career was over, he and Katie owned a liquor store here in Greenville. And so we have a whole new line of merchandise that's dedicated to Joe's liquor store. We've got uh, the original doors to Joe's liquor store in our museum. Oh, wow. He used to hand out business cards for his liquor store, and there are only three known examples of, of those business cards still existing. Oh, wow. One of them was the one that was in his wallet the day he died, and we have that business card. Um, oh, wow. So we've got some some cool stuff, you know, dedicated and and you know relating to Joe's uh, business career and especially the liquor store. And that's another story that we're trying to tell here at the museum is that he wasn't this you know ignorant guy who 
was just easily led astray. He he was a very successful business person for his entire life all over the country. When he lived in Chicago because he was on the Sox, he had a uh, pool hall and cigar store. Uh, after his playing career, he owned a dry cleaning service in Savannah, Georgia that was so successful at its peak. It had 22 employees working for it, wow. and they opened a second location. All, all over the country, wherever he went, he owned businesses that were successful. So that's part of the story that we're trying to tell is that he wasn't just this dumb guy from the South who didn't know what he was doing. I mean, he, he was a, one of the, the few players on the White Sox of the, you know, the eight that were banned that didn't die penniless. I mean, he, he actually passed away a pretty wealthy man. Um, so those are the types of stories that we're trying to tell here at the museum is that yeah, he was banned from baseball, but he still had a successful life and a very successful, you know, marriage. So we're uh, we're proud to, you know, be the bearer of his name. Back with more of our tailgate talk conversation after this. At Hendricks Power Washing and Striping, your property is their priority. Power washing, striping, seal coating, crack filling, and asphalt maintenance, rain or shine, day or night. Call Colby for a free quote at 256-763-1740. Visit their Facebook page and see what they've done for other satisfied customers. Give your home or business that brand spanking new look. Courtesy of Hendricks Power Washing and Striping. Licensed and insured. Call 256-763-1740. Hendricks Power Washing and striping. If you're running out of space and a yard sale just isn't an option, Midpoint Storage and Buddy Box Storage gives you the choice. Midpoint Storage on Highway 72 East has traditional or climate-controlled units along with spaces for your boat or RV. Buddy Box offers convenient, secured, portable storage units delivered right to your home. They're both locally owned, too. Call 256-800-4249. Look for them on Facebook or online at midpoint, with an E, storage.com or Buddy Box. Storage.com. It's a win-win situation. Midpoint Storage and Buddy Box Storage. 256-800-4249. Hey guys, this is Joanna for CEI Bookstore and Truth Publications. Many of you are searching for Bible study materials for your Bible classes. Our best-selling Bible curriculum, Discovering God's Way, is a reliable tool for teaching students of all ages through the Bible in its entirety. We're sure you'll love this curriculum, and if you'd like to see other options of Bible classes, we'll be happy to help you select from our topical studies. So stop struggling with the search and come by and let us help you select reliable and meaningful study materials for your class today. CEI Bookstore and Truth Publications, taking his hand, helping each other home. The Bama Zach Memorial Scholarship has been set up to honor the legacy of Bama Zach Green, a huge fan of the Crimson Tide along with Limestone County Sports. The scholarship will go each year to a male and female athlete from Limestone County. Checks should be made out to Bama Zach Memorial Scholarship and can be sent in care of Garth Garris, 13833 Pinnacle Drive, Athens, Alabama, 35613. Donations can also be made in person at First State Bank of the South at 1319 Highway 72 East in Athens. Thank you for showing your support for local athletes by giving to the Bamazak Memorial Scholarship. This is Bella LaFontaine with Crown Service Termite and Pest Control. We take care of all the basics. You know, we take care of cockroaches, ants, wasps. As far as rodents go, most places they'll trap or poison and that's the end of it. What we do is we're actually going to find the entry points and we're going to take care of that for you. We do a lot of work with a lot of realtors here in town to bring houses to the closing table. So one of the big things about us is that we're not a sales company. We are a service provider. So we're not looking to meet a sales quota. We're looking to get a house ready to go to closing 
and get our customers taken care of. This is Bella LaFontaine, Crown Service, Termite and Pest Control. We are located at 3413 6th Avenue in Huntsville, Alabama. Phone number is 256-701-7095. Bring the man in motion across the line of scrimmage. They give it to him on the sweep play. He's outside, got a little bit of room. Now down the sideline, cuts it back. He's angling for the end zone, and he will score. Join us this upcoming season for Limestone County Football, streamed right to your computer or mobile device on the Play Action Sports app. You can also hear it on your Amazon Echo by saying, Alexa, open Play Action Sports. Listen for the replay of select games Sunday afternoons on WKAC and download each game from the archives anytime you want. Limestone County Football from Play Action Sports and 1080 WKAC. We continue with our conversation on the best of tailgate talk on 1080 WKAC. So the question that everybody is wanting us to ask is how did he get the nickname Shoeless? Uh, did he play barefooted or something? There, there was one game uh, in his entire career he played without his cleats. So th- we, we know the exact date. It was June 6, 1908. He was still playing for the Greenville Spinners at the time. He knew that you know these scouts were coming to, to take a look at him. And he wanted to be ready in case he got called up. So he got these new cleats, and they weren't broken in yet. So they they wore blisters on his feet. And so the next day, you know, this is, uh, you know, June uh, June fifth, nineteen oh eight. He he started getting blisters. So June sixth, he decided to go back to his old cleats because the new ones were hurting him too bad. And about the seventh inning, he told his manager he can't play anymore because his feet are killing him. And the manager said, Joe, you're same, same thing with the 1919 World Series. Joe, you're our best player. We can't take you out. you got to figure out a way to, to get on the field still. So he decided he's just going to take off his shoes and then go out into the field and play with just his socks on. And nobody noticed until the bottom of the seventh, he comes up to the bat. And he hits the longest home run that's ever been hit in that ballpark. <laughs> he didn't have his spikes on. Awesome. He didn't even have his spikes on. And so as he's rounding third base, the opponent, opposing fans who are sitting close to that, you know, um, the the foul line on that side of the field, notice that he's not wearing shoes, and so he's rounding third base, and they say, "You shoeless son of a gun!" Uh, and there happened awesome. to be a newspaper reporter in the stands right there who heard it and put it in the paper, you know, the next day, and within two weeks, that story about this quote shoeless wonder from the south was all over the country, from Portland, Maine, to Portland, Oregon. It was in every single newspaper. So that name stuck. It was the one day in his career that he didn't wear shoes. It just happened to be the perfect <laughs> storm of circumstances. And and Joe actually did not like that name because he knew the connotation, especially being from the South and right. being illiterate. Yeah. He thought people were making fun of him. And so his entire life and career, he made it a point to dress very nicely off the field. And if you see any pictures of him when he's not playing, if you see any pictures of him not in uniform or, or at a baseball field, he is dressed immaculately because that was important to him. And he had money and liked to spend it. He always drove very big, very nice cars. We actually have an instance of a, a newspaper article here in Greenville that was an advertisement for a used car. And they specifically mentioned that this car was previously owned by Joe Jackson, not because he was a celebrity but because everybody in town knew that Joe Jackson took such good care of his cars that even <laughs> though you were buying a used car, you knew you were going to get a great, a great car because it was Joe's and he took care of his, his vehicle. That's huh. great. Well, now you were talking about uh, the newspaper 
uh, reporter that uh, stuck the tag of shoeless on to him. Uh, you know, there's another uh, story about a uh, a newspaper uh, journalist who uh, fabricated uh, part of the myth that people have kind of latched on to. Yes. Yeah, the, um, the Say It Ain't So Joe, uh, that, that whole story never happened. Uh, that was a, a newspaper reporter named Charlie Owens who decided that it would make a great story if there was this invented child sitting outside the courtroom when the Black Sox trial happened. And boy, he was right, because here <laughs> we are a hundred years later, and that is that, that phrase. And well, I just had a thread on Twitter a couple days ago asking people, you know, what are some instances of Joe being included in pop culture, whether it's movies like Field of Dreams or Eight Men Out or, um, you know, instances like that where or even the movie The Natural, uh, Robert Redford's bat, Wonder Boy. Yeah. The story of that bat is is taken after Joe's story of his bat, Black Betsy. Yeah. Um, so there are lo- tons of instances of Joe being included in pop culture. And that say it ain't so, that phrase is absolutely attributed to the the Joe Jackson story and it's become so ubiquitous in American pop culture that people reference it without even realizing that they're talking about a baseball player or talking about Chulis Joe Jackson. It's that's how ingrained it has become in our society, just that phrase, say it ain't so. But its first instance and, and first use in, in very popular culture was absolutely dedicated to Joe Jackson. Wow. You yeah. mentioned you mentioned earlier too that uh, you know he he wasn't this dumb hick yeah. you know uh, from the south but you know there is that uh, thing where you know he was you know tricked into signing a some kind of document because he couldn't read it. Yeah, that's um, it's it's part of the story. Is the original court trial was they were basically. Um, Charlie Comiskey, the owner of the White Sox, had his lawyer representing some of the players. And it was obviously in Comiskey's best interest to distance himself from, from the scandal and make it seem like you know everything was, was on the up and up. So it was kind of a conflict of interest to have the guy, you know, his lawyer representing Charles Comiskey and representing the players. And so that is part of it is that, you know, Joe Jackson wasn't really didn't know what he was signing and there's conflicting reports about how Joe recanted his testimony and there were a, a bunch of just uh, indiscrepancies that, that happened uh, with, with that trial. So that's definitely part of it though, that, that Joe was kind of tricked into participating and, and you know, the, the speculation is that the lawyer said, Hey Joe, if you sign this, you know, your name's going to be cleared and handed him a piece of paper that was his own confession. Um, so we're not sure exactly of the details of, of how that happened, but that's the story. That's the speculation. Well, Dan, you mentioned Twitter. How can someone follow you if they were interested in keeping up with the uh, Shoeless Joe Museum? Yeah, absolutely. So this past year, we completely rebuilt our, our website, and we launched a membership program for the first time. You know, this year we were closed the entire year in 2020, not only for coronavirus, but because obviously our construction as well. So we've actually been closed since December of 2019. We're getting ready to reopen in about six weeks here with all the construction finishing up. Uh, so if you want to become a member of our museum, you can go to shoelessjoejackson.org 
and click on their membership at the top. Or if you want to follow us on social media, we are active on Twitter mostly, but also Facebook and Instagram. And the handle is at Shoeless Museum on all the platforms. So Facebook.com slash Shoeless Museum or find us on Twitter or Instagram at Shoeless Museum. And we are posting all the time all sorts of great content, not just about Joe, but a lot about baseball history as well. That is awesome. Yeah. Dan, thank you so much for joining us, buddy. I have enjoyed this conversation That's and to, to learn about the, you know, the history, the, the actual real history, not the fables and the, yeah. and the traditions or whatever has been, has been great. Absolutely. Thanks so much for having me. I'll come back anytime you want me. You got it, great, Dan. Man. Thank you so much. Appreciate it, guys. Thank you. Ladies and gentlemen, that's Dan Wallach, the executive director of the Shoeless Joe Jackson Museum and Library. Great conference. Just turn him loose, man. man. Young Just, dude and, yeah. and all that knowledge and uh, baseball. That's what I was going to ask him if, if we didn't have to cut it short. That, you know, how did you uh, become so interested in baseball at a young age? Yeah. He's still on. Oh. Is you still on? You still on, buddy? Yeah, I'm still on. Oh, okay. okay. Well, great. You guys have time? Yeah. Yeah, yeah well, I, so I, I just wanted to ask you, you know, you, you're a young guy. Um and such knowledgeable what what drew you not just to Sheila's Joe Jackson but to baseball in general and and of course you're uh, I mean you've got so much going on founded a, a record company and and a collectible we didn't get into him we're talking about Sheila's you um you just uh you're very you're a very interesting young guy I just wanted to to Thank you. tell you that and uh but that's so why Sheila's Joe Jackson how did that become your kind of passion I guess well, I've only lived in Greenville for about a year now. Um, my parents retired here about 12 years ago, and that's how we got involved with the museum in the first place. The first time I came to, down to visit them, the museum had just recently opened. So we are originally from from Chicago and happen to be a White Sox fan. Uh-huh. Um, so, you know, obviously most people from Chicago are Cubs fans, but I happen to, to be a, a White Sox fan. So when I was first learning about baseball history and, and you know, growing up, you know, between the ages of five and seven and really first starting to learn about the heroes of the game. Obviously, a lot of those guys are Yankees, you know, Babe Ruth and Lou yeah. Gehrig and Mickey Mantle, all guys like that. But another one of the great early stories of baseball is the Black Sox scandal. And since Joe Jackson was one of the best players in the history of my favorite team's franchise, I wanted to learn as much as I could about yeah, him. Okay. So right. I've, I've always been interested in his story. And then when my parents moved down to South Carolina and, and lived so close to where he was from, you know, there's still spots in town where the liquor store that he owned isn't a liquor store anymore, but that building still exists. And there's a, a, cool. a plaque outside the front door that says this used to be Joe's liquor store. And there's old baseball fields here in town that Joe used to play on. And I've played on one of them before. So Wicked. when that, when the, it's, it, it is, it's incredible. Yeah. Um, and so when you, can feel that history and, and not only read about it in a book, but go to the places and experience them. It makes it hit home so much harder. And so I've just been completely obsessed for the past decade of what can I learn about Joe that most people don't know. And luckily there are still some you know relatives of his that, that are still around here in town. And it's been great to get to know them and be able to hear the stories and, and try to document them uh, before those people and those stories are all gone. So that's something I've really been focusing on the past couple of years, uh, and especially since I've moved down here to take over this job, is to get that story out there and get the truth told so uh, mm. the public has has yeah. the correct information, not just the, like you said, the stories. Yeah. And you're doing an incredible job of Absolutely. that. Absolutely. And as an Auburn fan, I know you guys will always have Bo Jackson and Frank Thomas. So. <laughs> yeah, that's right. Frank <laughs> Thomas sure. is my guy. <laughs> Absolutely. It's, time to, it's really time to go this time, Dan. We'll, we appreciate right. it, buddy. Yeah. We'll so talk much. to you later. 
Thank you, guys. Thank you. Ladies and gentlemen, that was Dan Wallach. The, uh, that was Dan Wallach, the executive director of Shoeless Joe Jackson Museum and Library in Greenville, South Carolina. You're listening to Applebee's Tailgate talking to WKAC, the Big Ten Eight. Need custom screen printing or other promotional products? Got you covered screen printing and more in Athens is, well, got you covered. Screen printing, promotional items, stickers, graphic design, vinyl for signs and garments, and other customized products. They also offer local pickup and delivery services, rush orders, volume discounts, and can customize any project to meet your needs. Got you covered guarantees to get the job done and will work hard to make sure you're completely satisfied. Call today, 444-4500, or stop by and see them at 38. Nine West Sanderford Road in Athens. Got you covered screen printing and more. Come see all your friends at Applebee's in Athens. 12 minutes guaranteed or it's free Monday through Friday, 11 a.m. to 3 p.m. Seven items to choose from. Can't make it for lunch? Visit them for happy hour, 3 p.m. to 7 p.m. or late night. Half-price appetizers with beverage purchase, six appetizers to choose from. Call 233-4430 or order online at Applebee's.com and pick your meal up with car side to go. Applebee's Neighborhood Grill, Highway 72 in Athens, just off I-65. Eating good in the neighborhood. What's your favorite high school sports memory? A late-inning rally? A game-winning shot? A photo finish? Maybe it's a pep rally or a pregame ritual. Maybe it's the euphoria of a late-night bus ride home after a hard-fought win. Maybe it's having pizza with teammates after the game. Now, imagine if it never happened at all. School sports need your help. With budgets getting tighter, it's more than the games that are on the line. It's all the traditions, the community pride, the culture of your hometown high school, plus all those memories that are on the line, too. What can you do? It's simple. Buy a ticket when you can. Go to a game. Take the whole family. Let's do everything we can to keep those cherished school sports memories alive. This message presented by the Alabama High School Athletic Association and the Alabama High School Athletic Directors and Coaches Association. Bring the man in motion across the line of scrimmage. They give it to him on the sweep play. He's outside, got a little bit of room. Now down the sideline, cuts it back. He's angling for the end zone, and he will score. Join us this upcoming season for Limestone County Football, streamed right to your computer or mobile device on the Play Action Sports app. You can also hear it on your Amazon Echo by saying, Alexa, open Play Action Sports. Listen for the replay of select games Sunday afternoons on WKAC and download each game from the archives anytime you want. Limestone County Football from Play Action Sports and 1080 WKAC. You've been listening to the best of Tailgate Talk. You can hear the archive of this and other shows online at tailgatetalk.net. Join us next Saturday at 10 a.m. Applebee's Tailgate Talk is a production of Play Action Sports on 1080 WKAC.